All right. And we are live. The last word with Lord Cognito Ebontis, Ty Guy Travis, Thursday evening, non-twab edition Apparently. of the podcast. <laughs> but we've got an awesome special guest that we will introduce soon. But first, how are we doing? E, how are we feeling? Been good. It's been a busy weekend. Haven't made as many videos, but been playing the uh, fun thing we're going to talk about. Like I... Yeah, we'll talk about all of our experiences. We all played a ton. Um, just been absolutely bl blown away with what they've done with this expansion so far. And we'll kind of dive deep into that. So before we go too far, though. But yeah, that's mostly what I've been doing. Nothing but this. And hopefully if I can get Destiny to a point of a little more kind of maintenance, I'm going to do that full on high dive into Elden Ring. And I'm just I haven't touched it yet. I did install it, but I haven't mm -hmm. touched it yet. So that is that's kind of the goal is to get it in kind of a little more maintenance, get a couple videos like in the, you know, actually uploaded and prepped and then kind of take a strong weekend to go like such willpower, Ebontis. Yeah, I, I am, I'm pretty impressed. Yeah. Pretty impressed. I, you know, I, I had the same plan. I was like, I'm reviewing Destiny Witch Queen, so I can't I can't play it. And I, I lasted like five hours. I think the game <laughs> had been out for five hours before I, I started a character. So, yeah, you got willpower, dude. Yeah, I know that's killing him. I just know if I don't, it's going to be a problem of I'm not going to want to stop playing. Also, I want to stream it and just been kind of balancing everything. So, yeah. Travis, what have you been doing? I know you just got done literally reviewing Witch Queen. So, yeah, yeah. My review went live. Tried to help with that. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, helped me get through the part of the raid. Um, yeah, it was it was quite a ride, man. I mean, uh, Destiny had been out for two weeks before my review went live. So it was basically a full two weeks of me playing Destiny every day. Um and uh getting getting it in i i i liked it man it was a lot of fun i you can read my review on ign.com right now and uh watch the video version on youtube um i gave it an eight out of ten spoilers Woo. but uh there you go. It, it that's the highest i've ever given a destiny review just to be clear uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's a pretty big uh pretty big thing for me uh destiny has has had a history a long history of uh, sixes and sevens um with me so i'm i'm happy to have finally gotten there um and you know what if we were still on the 100 point system at IGN, it probably would have been an 8.9, to be honest with you. Ooh. I was very close. Wow. I was very close. I was very close to giving it a nine, but I, I just couldn't get there yeah. with uh, the just bugs the other stuff. and the, the issues with uh, with Crucible and and, um, and Gambit and also Strikes. I still think Strikes aren't in a particularly good uh, it Just I feel like there's more things they yeah. could add to that list just so anytime you go to Vanguard Ops, it's like... It could be yeah. Empire Hunts. It could be Nightmare Hunts. Now we do have Battlegrounds yeah. in there. This like PsyOps Battlegrounds need to go in there. Like that playlist could have 20 different things and you never know. Mm. And the fact that we lost so many strikes, I'm with you. Like, yeah, strikes, Gambit, the, the playlists need some love still. But yeah, what we got in the expansion, yeah, it's like yeah, for me, like it's that. it's a nine. So that's like, it's not the full masterpiece. Like, well, then I'll go play Horizon Elden Ring and be like, okay, those are damn good. But yeah, for me... For Destiny especially, but for me, it was still just like what I've been playing. I've been nothing but having fun tweaks and stuff, currency limits. Yeah, there's there's some imperfections, though. Yeah. What about you, Kyle? Yeah. What have you been up to? Before we continue, I um, just want to make sure that uh, a great guest can hear the amazing Travis, because I don't think she could hear him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I just want to make sure. Yeah, we heard you fine, but I just want to make sure, you know, that uh, our amazing guest can, can I hear. I fix that. You yeah. can yeah, as soon as he started talking, I got the Discord loading screen for Oh, him. Discord loading? Yeah, so we got to yeah. work the technical Can you... issue out. Maybe when someone should leave, come back, or how you want to do it? Yeah, if you guys want to both leave and come back, maybe that'll do it. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because you got to make sure everything's Hot good. Up. All right. All right. Charles. That's one. That's one. He's back. There's two. All right. All right. Trav, testing, Travis, testing. you want to say something? Hello. Can you hear me? There he is. Hey. Okay, yeah. cool. Perfect. <laughs> technical, nice. technical issues come. Now, back to what I was like. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, two weeks. It's been two weeks. It's been the grind. It's been, oh. it's been, it's been everything. You know, this game's been everything. And, you know, we did the raid and I've experienced a lot of pain of contest mode, but we will get into it. But, uh, yeah, look, it, it, it's a phenomenal expansion. And, and I just can't wait to talk about it even more. But uh, we got a, a special guest. E. We got we got someone that we got to introduce, right? Indeed. Sorry, I was mm-hmm. seeing like last time I had this weird little like memory leak thing going on, and I want to make oh, sure okay. it doesn't continue. Yeah, do you think? All right, I'll bloviate some more. So um, anyway, <laughs> so you yeah, love that like, word lately? I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, look, it, it's been great. Shout out to the clan. Everybody's been rocking and rolling. You know, um. I have my thoughts on the hierarchy. Now it's it's getting to settle a bit. But as far as the expansion, I'm with Trav. It is this is this is premium bungee campaign and, and the raid did deliver, you know. Um well we'll get into hierarchy. You know, so I got thoughts. You know, so obviously you guys have beaten it, so you have more thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> from what I've seen, there there's a lot to discuss. But from a narrative perspective, whoa, a lot. Yeah, a lot to digest here. So, E, is that enough time for you? How's, how's our memory leaks? How we doing? Should be better, hopefully, if it plays nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I just may okay, not cool. see chat, but that's probably totally fine. So. No. All right, I'll help out in chat. Yeah, you guys just help me with chat. I'll figure that one I'll out. No it's just doing that thing where you guys are blurry, and then last mm-hmm. time it was this weird memory leak, and like it's just like freaking out right now. So is it Discord or is it the uh, what you call it? No, it's multiple YouTube. things. I love these technical difficulties, by the way. Sorry, <laughs> I apologize <laughs> to our guests when things happen. Like runs totally smooth, and then no. So uh, you good? You good? We will get through. Shout out to Patrick S. Welcome to the channel, supporter. No doubt. Salute to you. No doubt, chat. He's that Look, he's trying. He's trying. There's a lot of I things am, going on. Yeah, I'm trying to do that and keep the podcast still running, which is always exactly. the fun part. See, so. this is the, the joys of hosting that people don't realize. Yeah, things <laughs> go wrong, and you're like, cool. Yep, not and cool. You got it. Mm-hmm. Always oh, yeah, fun. Me, I know. Okay, we're gonna mm-hmm. roll with it. I will try not to get freaked out by what happens. If for some reason things crash out, audio could be a little funky in the middle. But Nina, you can hear him, correct? You can hear Travis? Yeah, I can hear everyone cool. great now. Yes. Right. Also, awesome. well, let me awesome. bring you into the campfire. Welcome <laughs> to The Last Word, episode number 188. As we all rode the darkness taxi through the throne world swamp, we didn't know that we were about to experience one of the best raids of all time in the franchise of Destiny. And who better to join us tonight to discuss the darkness pyramid and all things inside of it, but someone who spent 39 hours immersed in the depths <laughs> of the darkness. Our guest tonight started her journey of gaming before a controller even fit in her hand with some classics like Mario, Zelda, and Crash Bandicoot. But things actually got serious when she first experienced Final Fantasy VII on PlayStation 1. Gaming turned addiction the first time she played Final Fantasy VIII. But if a game has an engaging story, deep lore, and epic moments, she is there. Enter Destiny. Hunter is the master race in this lady's eyes, and she has the crucible numbers to prove it. But she's not only a PvP guru and excels at high-level content, she is a huge lore aficionado as well. 
With countless trips to the lighthouse and plenty of raid Sherpas, she really is a master of all things Destiny. But her, does her excellence stop there? No. She has helped raise over $20,000 through her charity streams, has taught the art of bartending with bottle flipping flair, and is also skilled with all things board sports, both in liquid and frozen water forms. So let's welcome a disappointed, as always, Cowboys fan, has to be a fan of Star <laughs> Wars by gifts on her timeline, admin of Clan Archive, Twitch partner, and owner of the newest glaive in Destiny, the one, the only, Last Lady Legend Miss Nina. How are you doing tonight? <laughs> that amazing introduction. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. I tried to hide that Cowboys fan thing in the off season. I don't know how you found that. <laughs> we did. We, we do a little bit on here. We find that. <laughs> I don't wear my you know armor all year long, so it's hard to be a Cowboys fan. So. I hear you. I hear you. Look, glad to have you. You know, um, I lo you love the history. Me. I love the, the gaming stuff. I wanted to kind of get into that initially, and uh, we share some uh, some things there. And uh, you know, one one particular was your just your passion for Final Fantasy and how that kind of got you into the PlayStation ecosystem. And it's kind of similar to mine. So if you could talk about that briefly, just like, was it more of the, uh, you know, the storytelling, the cinematic nature of it? Like what kind of grasped you into it? Like, okay, this is a game I need to play. Yeah. So it was a little bit of all the above there. Um, you know, I was, I'm a nineties kid. So, you know, I was pretty young for the Final Fantasy seven, but it was just that first game to give me that, that's like blown away feeling. Um, I didn't, you know, have every game growing up or every console or anything like that. We had a lot of stuff that was kind of passed down from older cousins and stuff. So by the time it hit me, it was, you know, we'd probably come from, uh, you know, Mario games and Crash Bandicoot and other things like that that were much simpler. And then to mm -hmm. see the complexity of this game, it just... Yeah, I I still talk about that game. Like it just <laughs> amazes me. Like, like, yeah, yeah. For me, it was. I know it was different when I first used a summon materia, and I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> like, it was just this grandiose titan thing come take over <laughs> your screen and like demolish the enemy. I'm like, "What is happening? How are they alive?" After I just did what I did to. Them? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I know what you mean. It's definitely it, a lot of people say that for, um, especially the PlayStation, PlayStation One era. I guess kind of like the more, one of the first like mainstream JRPGs that kind of resonated with everyone. But uh, then you went on to, to eight, right? You, you continued, right? Yeah. So I was, I was a couple <laughs> years older now, you know. So I I could understand, I guess the the customization of the characters and your loadouts and all that a little bit more now. <laughs> so. Um, I remember the game was four disc for the for the PlayStation One, and uh, oh yeah, I must have burned through at least three copies of it. I've played that game so many times, just burning through the story over and over again. I I absolutely love the cinematics that blended in, oh, yeah. and the storytelling, and the depth of the characters, and mm -hmm. I hope they remake that one too. <laughs> yeah, it's classic. What you got, E and Trav? For our guest? No, it's like, I mean, the gaming history is big and the fact that you were like, kind of got almost not like, you got to inherit gaming from people who are already doing it. So you're kind of looking over the shoulder and watching and getting to dabble a little bit before you're almost, you know, not quite big enough to even hold the controllers, you said. But like, when you get into that first game the first time, it really is something special for you. So the fact that it was like Final Fantasy VIII is 
you got a pretty epic bar to start off with, which is really, really cool. And then seven's still special. And you got to see one of them remade. The one that I'm waiting for from Square personally is Chrono Trigger. So if I can get my remake like 20 years down the road, cool. But that'll probably never happen because that was like the commingling of a lot of cool minds and probably not going to happen. So I won't <laughs> hold my breath too much. But um, no, I wanted to ask you, how did you actually transfer from, you know, you've enjoyed adventure games and single player, these like cool moments that you've experienced on your own. When you got into the world of Destiny, like what was it like getting into that and what was you know has there been any moments you're like i can't believe i'm still playing this crazy game because i love stories and destiny's bonkers on story or what moments have kept you in it per se um well when i started destiny you know i uh i wasn't gaming a lot at that time pretty much at all you know i'd uh graduated college and i was starting the work grind and all that and I was working two jobs, so it was um, a solo kind of thing for me. I uh, would sign on and just, you know, do bounties. And <laughs> be, <laughs> I was content, like, you know, and just kind of explore around. Um, and then uh, picking up, uh, I think it was like the Dead Ghosts in D1 that gave you the little Grimmar cards, and you started mm -hmm. to get into the lore. And I right away went to YouTube, you know, <laughs> found some creators and I got sucked into the lore videos and I was like, oh my God, there's so much more. Like, I don't even, I thought I'd played this game and there's so much more I don't understand at all. So, and I haven't experienced that. So it like set off this hunt in me to go find more of the story. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Nice. Train. So if you're a lore person, my question is. There's a lot of new lore that has popped up in the past couple of weeks, especially with the release of the raid. We got a few bombshells. Uh, you know, one a couple I noticed was uh, the origins of the worm that's inside the pyramid ship that we see, and some of the other yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, what um what new lore has you most excited, and why? Um, I think it's uh, I'm not sure what the official name is. The prophecy wall. I think I've seen it mm, called a yeah. couple times. Right. And a lot of times when you go through the raid, only one image is there, but people have pieced together all the images so far. And it's telling the story of possibly what's going to happen in Lightfall. So yeah. I've been following a lot of threads on that and started, you know, once again, watching the videos and getting a lot of other inputs and, you know, commenting and kind of sparking some questions there. And it's, uh, I mean, I don't know how much spoilers we're giving away, but... Uh, <laughs> I would it's looking excited, so yeah, it's like it's not we'll a probably... spoiler if it's in the game right now. You yeah, know? I, was, I would say at this point, like yeah. if you haven't dove into the raid, haven't played the game in about four or five days, we are going to go deep on raid encounters, thoughts, and all of that stuff. So if you're trying to do the raid blind for any reason and haven't looked at it yet, FY, that stuff is coming. So this is your time to check out and bookmark this podcast for later. Uh, mm -hmm. That being said, yeah, spoilers are pretty much on the table at this point for all of it. Because that's part of why we're here. We spent all these hours inside this thing. We're going to talk about it pretty in depth. So, um, well, Nina, it is very good to have you here. Uh, I think you may have actually spent the most hours within the raid before ahead of all of us. I was, I was probably close to twenty four in there. I think between the couple days that I grinded, but I think you were. Did you sleep at all? Like, what was your? What was your raid experience like, <laughs> to be honest? I'm curious, like, did you start? Because I know the hours, so I'm kind of curious. What was your raid experience like? So let us know how this thing went down. 
Uh, so we jumped in right at the start, you know, um, I have a great friend group that we've raided, you know, the past few years, and a lot of them are in my clan now. Um, and, you know, we'd been talking about this, preparing for this for a couple weeks. Uh, we even went back and three-manned a few raids, did some, mm. you know, fun activities like that. Yeah. Get so. the skills out. <laughs> <laughs> we we jumped in right at drop, and we were imme- immediately one of those teams to get error coded and fucked no. out. I think maybe three or four times in the first encounter, so what should have been a so... quick run through yeah. took us over an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Wow. To... Yep. We were one of those, Same. so unlucky. Um, wow, we are very lucky. Yeah. That, I, the horror stories <laughs> I'm hearing from so many people. I have we had like, one, and that's yeah. that. We were lucky the fact that we only had one. So. Mine, mine was worse than hers. Mine mm. was we were getting booted for five or six hours. Like, Damn. Oh, wow. it was like a while. And I, and not only that, but we got booted after completing that opening part a couple mm. times, and then before starting the first encounter. So we had to redo that whole intro where you're riding the, the ship mm-hmm. all the way to the thing, you know, uh, a couple times. And then once we actually got into the first encounter, it was constant desync, uh, especially on runs where, that were going well. We'd finally have things going well, and then all of a sudden a DC would happen and we'd all get booted to orbit. And then Yikes. we also had that issue. I don't know if you had this, Nina, where uh, the rally banners weren't working. Like you'd put them down and yep. you couldn't rally them and you'd have to wait like five, ten minutes to do it. It got so bad that we were just like, <laughs> all right, we're going to go to orbit and then come back and then put the rally banner down after every wipe, which made it take even longer. So my situation was like six hours into it when the when the issues finally stopped. Our team was super demoralized and yeah. we were like, already at the point where we were like you know exhausted and from from we hadn't even done the first encounter hadn't even really had a shot at the first encounter by that point mm-hmm. oh, wow. to do. so yeah it, it was a very demoralizing day oh, yeah. wow. anyway, yeah. back to back to you mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> no no i definitely you know we we felt a lot of those bugs throughout the raid so you know we felt that kind of beat down feeling sometimes you know too um yep. but uh yeah we were able to get through um, mm-hmm. the first encounter and then second encounter, um, I want to say, you know, we were there for a couple hours. We did have some <laughs> rally the flag errors, uh, yeah. um, and some, I, uh, occasionally, like, I don't know if this was just maybe connections between us, but desyncing because of oh, wow. the sh- shooting of the crux to open the doors. Yep. Oh, Sometimes wow. like doors weren't <laughs> opening. <laughs> this is horrible so yeah um but we you know we were we were still very committed and stuck with it and you know we we kept morale high and uh kept the discussion up you know yeah um yeah so we just kept talking and you know everybody was just you know we we were figuring out encounters by ourselves as we were going um and we just you know just kept spit firing and we figured it out and, you know, progressed pretty quickly, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think the Unstoppable came out and scared us a little bit at the <laughs> at oh, that yeah, encounter. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, like, we don't have any champions. Oh, God. Yeah. Yep. You know, because uh, I kind of like how they, you know, they went back to tougher enemies, not just, you know, like the, the yellow bars are actually a little tougher and a little yeah. more aggroed on you, you know. That gives me a little bit more of a D1 vibe for encounters. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it was it was fun, you know, a little chaotic, and I think I think it was a couple hours we got through uh, the second encounter. So 
Nice, nice. Yeah, so so interesting to hear because it's like, you know, our experience was like really clean. And then it was like a shock to me to hear so many people say exactly what you said. You know, DCs and what Travis was saying. And and obviously, E, you said you had, you know, some issues with that as well. I wanted to talk to you about once you went past, obviously you did the first, we, we got our little taxi, as E calls it. You're going <laughs> in, you know what I mean? And then you get into... The actual parts with the totems and the and the obelisk, like how was that with your team constructed and, and like figuring that part out? Like how was that for your team? That was, you know, we kind of did like the, I guess the like survey and take notes approach first. So okay. you know, we split up, covered the room, looked at everything. You know, um, we really kept chatter high up. So you know, okay. as we restarted the encounter a few times, we we saw the pattern happening mm-hmm. right away. So. We were, you know, able to kind of dissect and figure it out pretty quick. Who found the um, taken first? <laughs> who found the taken Who found them sneaky taken? Who, who found them first? <laughs> no, um, I'll say for our ooh. group, like speaking of the taken, was the one as you enter the room. Because we had, we were like, hey, we have three locations over here. We have three locations over here. And the people by the front entrance were like, we've really only got two spots. And then for the longest time, we're going, <laughs> where's the compass, guys? And they finally like, oh, that might be ours. So they finally found the third spot. So that was a fun little moment. But after that, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know who found it first, but um, I want to say it was uh, my, my clanmates, Mads, Million, and Aaron that uh, kind of figured it out like right away. Like, okay, we kill him quick. And then the next symbol comes. And, you know, and then the next one's spawning right away, too. So we... Mm-hmm. Uh, we just kept uh, moving, you know, just we, we kind of took it like third encounter of Deepstone Crypt, like just kept okay. moving. Yeah, just kept keep okay. on the run. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. We I all went vibe. in with uh, void builds, volatile builds. Mm, so, you know, nice. we were trying to focus hard yeah. on ad clear. Nice. So, what about them showing with the shields, girl? What about them showing? They were getting on my nerves, the ones that would come up <laughs> with the shield. And then, and then what? But you know what pissed me off? I got a sidebar. I've been no, around. No, you're good. I'm supposed to be trying. Well, interrupt me is why their animation is faster than the other ads, and then they bum <laughs> rush to the obelisk, and then they shoot the thing just to speed up the. T- I didn't like those guys. Those, those are the guys that were the bane of my. It wasn't. It wasn't the unstoppable. It wasn't the taken. It's those two scorn with the shield. Their I shields are very effective. Them. I will tell you that fusion <laughs> rifles to their knees takes them out pretty yes. quick. So my man, e, that's what I was doing too. All right, yeah. continue, continue. There's actually a couple of yellow bard screams that caught me off guard too. Like yeah, the, the one with the two there. Yeah, like they I, just I came and yeah. rushed yeah. you. I was like, he from come with where? the gang. Like, yeah, he come with the gang. He come with a convoy. I know that one you talk about. So here's yeah. the question: For this encounter, this is the first time we're seeing all of these new symbols that we've got. Oh, so I got to know some of the best callouts, goofy callouts. What did you guys? Because I want to go through for everybody. First time you saw these symbols, people tended to like, hey, some were similar, but what are some of the fun ones you guys had? Or what some when you actually saw what everybody was doing later? What is some that was like way off? I got to know people's call outs. So Nene, you're first. Let me know some fun ones. I like how you call on me because you know mine are going to be insane. After after Nina's trap, it's going to be hilarious. Okay. Ah, let's see. I mean, yeah, there's the obvious ones that we saw the, you know, the pyramid and the traveler. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, what was, what was some fun ones we had? Uh, I think well, somebody call, was calling like the red hands one, the give like death hands. Or, okay, yeah, I've heard um, that. Let's see, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I even may have said that. We didn't stick with that. We did something totally different. We did pizza <laughs> slice on that one. We did pizza. Pizza slice. It was like pizza slice. Triangle. Okay. Yeah, it was like this little triangle. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I I thought we were the only ones calling enter teardrop, but then I we saw said teardrop. My... Yeah. Okay. So yeah. yeah. Yep. We did teardrop. I saw that one. Um, this one wasn't mine. This was. This is another friend's, and he's still kind of like dying on this hill. He calls the the commune the green prism. Monochromatic Pink Floyd. Oh, we said Green Floyd. <laughs> green Floyd. We yeah. said Green Floyd. So that one we could we can't do commute com, commune. It's like Green Floyd. Uh, so let's see. And then I think Cuphead, but that was kind of yeah, popular. Cuphead, yeah, Cuphead's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, popular. I like that. Yep. But uh, I think a friend had uh, found like already at this point because it was like three hours in. So uh. somebody had made like you know. Here's universal they, callouts kind of thing. And yeah. yeah, they actually didn't make it. Bungie gave us canon names this time. You can find them oh, out by going to like the previous aiming. room. They're, yeah. They they actually have names, all of them. Oh, so, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, that list that's going around, like Drink and Enter and uh, Witness, they're all like the actual names of yeah. the symbols. So. I, need, I need the cliff right. notes. Somebody get <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> oh, well, here's, the thing. here's the thing. Here's the thing about the, the canon names, though. Unless everybody takes time to do it, they're actually not super useful because some of them don't really look that much like what you yeah. see. And so it, it's actually easier for you to come up with your own that like you're going to immediately recognize. Like if teardrop works for you guys, everybody's going to look at that and go, that's a teardrop. Nobody's yep. going to go, oh, that one's enter because it looks like a door. You know what I mean? Like it, right. some of them are just a little more abstract. So I think, um, yeah, gr- like Green Floyd, make, I'm not going to remember Reflection. I'm going to, like, if you say commune. Green Floyd and it looks like the Pink Floyd symbol, but green, I'm going to be like, yep, know what that is. Yep. I'm not going to remember that reflection. Green Floyd that, is so. sticking with our team. I'm pretty sure that one sticks. Do you no, have anything, Travis? Do you have any goofy oh, ones? Oh, yeah. So Here my role on a raid group when we do day one raids is uh, to keep everybody in a light mood because day one raids can be contentious and can result in, in fighting. And so oh, yeah. my, my job is to just make everybody laugh. And so... I came up with my own callouts that were deeply personal to my own life oh. uh, as a joke, as, as a joke, oh, wow. as a joke. This, so get, this is going the one, somewhere. The one, the one with the hole in a chest was called uh, my childhood. Oh, um, my God, Jesus. The one, the one with the, uh, with the guy that was worshiping the other dude, dude. I called that one. I called that one my relationship to my father. Um, oh my and so uh, <laughs> this this has the, so, the raid team's uh, like, uh, yeah. guys, yeah. who invited this guy? So, it's like, who's this yeah, guy? Yeah. <laughs> so uh but people were cracking up and it, it, it uh it, they started to call them by some of my names. They're like, Oh, Travis's dad. They would be like, let's say callouts and stuff like that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it, it was good. We had a lot of, a lot of fun with the symbols and I, I intentionally called them things that were incredibly hard to remember and people <laughs> would kind of get a little frustrated, but then they'd laugh and it, it just, it kind of kept the, the mood light during the yeah, day. So really cool. yeah. Um, yeah, you got to, yeah, I had to. a lot of fun with that one. Yeah. yeah, I don't really have much to, to compete with that. I think we're calling <laughs> something was like chicken fingers or something. They call one of them with the hands. The hands yeah, hands the whatever. hands is probably one yeah. of the because I've seen like some yeah. person said it was like two people. We were calling mm-hmm. a pizza. Like I've seen like devil hands is what I said at one point. Two hands. Mm-hmm. That's one of the ones that I've seen the most confused yeah. about because some of them make sense. Some of them you can interpret like clover. We call love, which is I've seen that one out there. Um, mm-hmm. Grief. That we one's call, called love. Yeah, in, in the canon. In the yeah. game. Yeah. Wait, which one's called love? 
The one the that's pink. The pink one. The pink one. Oh, like okay. The, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we yeah. called that and like then, uh, swirl or pinwheel or something at one point, I think, the, before the we got The hands one is actually the only one we got right. Uh, well, no, Ooh. a few of them you got right because everybody got pyramid and stuff like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. The hands one is actually called gift and we, we called it gift organically because it just it looked like somebody was giving you something. Yeah. We were yeah, like, yeah, oh, it's totally gift. Did. And then we found out later that that's what it was actually called. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, we're going to stick with brain. I'm pretty, we either, we called it yeah. big brain. But yeah, that's definitely going to be brain and not knowledge. Uh, but the grief one with the big circle on the chest, we called that Iron Man. And I think that stays. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Kill. We had like steak through the heart. Like steak. Steak like, through steak the heart. The yeah. heart. Mm -hmm. I don't think there was anything. But yeah, it was like the pizza. Brain. Pizza. Most like a lot of them were there. We had the witness, like worship or yep. praise the light or whatever the Dark Souls thing is. Yep. Like the that was kind of one that we were using as well. But overall, they would, you got any you got any goofy ones? Cog? I think just that, that that chicken fingers one, hole in heart, cuphead. Um, I'm trying to think. Other day, they were just saying someone just say Sabathun. Yeah, <laughs> they see that. Yeah. because some people were saying that for the high face, and some of them were saying yeah, it for the symbol, that's confusing. That really yeah, confusing. Yeah, you, know yeah. I, you know what I really liked about this raid when we were figuring mm. out the symbols is how much it was a Rorschach test for the community because <laughs> yeah. certain people saw certain things in it that just they cracked me up i was just like i don't know how you see that like, yeah. how do you see that when you do yeah it was just so funny um i it was the rate i i love i liked this one a lot better than the symbols from last wish because the last wish ones mm. were like sort of practical mm -hmm. first of all they didn't have canon names but this one i felt like when i was learning the symbols I, it was also trying to tell me a story yeah i would agree like, with what's that going yes. on. Yeah. like it had characters and things that were relevant to the game rather than yes. just like a random bird that had not just yeah, anything. yeah so, birds dragons I, I, yeah. fish like jumping yeah, fish like, infinity like, snake i'm like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, just, snake it, yeah. It, didn't, it didn't feel like destiny this one yeah. felt like you the symbols were all destiny related yeah. and you're like oh mm -hmm. like i'm learning like a story here like there's pieces yeah it's like destiny hieroglyphics and you're like oh i can get on board with this yeah i felt yeah, yeah sure. definitely an evolution I, I i gotta give leviathan a little credit because i felt like it was relevant to cabal lore like yeah cup and dog and whatever whatever but this was definitely like the best storytelling version yeah. of symbols <clears throat> by far like it, you you felt like you were learning something and then again with the motif of the whole like i feel like you're in a museum and it's a collection going on and you know the whole rock thing so i i, I do agree with you Trav. like I, I definitely felt like it was relevant you know what i'm saying everything that was going on in reference to the symbols even though there was a lot of damn oh, shout symbols out, shout out to Ebontis. <laughs> he taught me the uh the hole in heart one he called it iron man which i didn't think of and that was very funny yeah uh, <laughs> i liked that call out a lot i like that oh twab's up y'all yeah, there was we'll a couple to that were tough. That mm -hmm. were like ascendant plane or yeah, ascendant we, plane. Yeah, we called that like yeah. I don't I think they throne got ascendant world? plane. I think we called it throne world or something. We like that. I think they actually yeah. got ascendant plane before we had the official. Maybe or they looked that one up. I was thinking like it was like a mirror fountain or something is kind of what I had said at one point. But I think ascendant plane actually kind of got in there and stuck. Overall, nice. yeah, we'll get to the twab a little bit later, but we do at least yeah, have right. a twab now, so that's good. So yeah, yeah, that nice. that encounter. All in all, like it took a little while to figure out, but that was kind of that was the first time we saw all these symbols. I saw the little signpost going in, and I was like, "Huh, wonder what that thing's for." And we figure out now it's for the like the red outline weapon at the end, which you do. But yes, yes but yeah, yes. have I will say I don't know of a whole lot of titans that made that first jump without dying. Because like hunters, you guys can stop in midair. Warlocks, you guys can stop in midair. But Titan trying to slow that much velocity down. I have start. <laughs> I have stopped like halfway and been. And then even when it finally goes like bink, it still nearly kills me. 
So we thought at first when we were doing that drop down just to get down there, we're like, okay, we hear don't die on the way down. And we are like, all right, everybody don't die. Death, death, death. We, <laughs> we didn't glitch out, thank goodness. But yeah, that was that was interesting. But I will say like that encounter, the first time we got in there and kind of looked around because we were looking around and trying to figure it out. After that encounter, like when you actually before we get to that, because that was actually hilarious. Travis will kind of explain the horse of many butts. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> when you guys did you get any guns first or just armor? The first time you guys saw a gun, what did you guys think? For one, any cool perks, but two, just the look like obviously they have that very special rotating barrel to them. I wanted to see like first time you guys saw a gun, you're like thoughts on those. So Nina, like what was your first loot or first time you saw a gun from the raid? What was kind of your reaction and feel? Yay, nay, like the aesthetic? I do actually. I've, I've always liked the destiny gun aesthetics. Like, you know, every armor and every gun might not be your favorite, but I love the original themes and how different they are. Um, I think the first gun I got was the submachine gun. Nice. Yeah, me too. Me too. Same one I got. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I was checking it out right away. I was like, I love this. Like, you know, kind of looked like the adjudicator a little bit vibe Mm -hmm. for me from year one. And, you know, I I was all about it. I didn't get a great role, so I didn't try it during the raid. You know, we just got to continue with what we had. Yeah. But I, you know, I was like lock this i'm saving this for later you know like um mm-hmm. i do feel like now that i've played a couple times and gotten a couple more like i've gotten the pulse i feel like it oh. looks a little clunky like yeah a little, little the back end look a little hefty <laughs> I <feel laughs> so exactly good, i don't have so. the pulse that's the one i want oh my god yeah. it's so good oh, it's i know so it's, a, it's a go figure it's a four shot pulse i know exactly yeah, why i want it and bro. i can't get it and i've had it Seven, is I've so had you. so many linear fusion rifles, regular fusion rifles. I got a couple, like one grenade launcher, couple submachine guns, zero pulses. Cannot get a pulse. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna it farm does. That it pulse hit hard. The master comes out yeah. for the adept version. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I will say I'm surprised with the armor, the colors that are on it naturally, <laughs> and like Delicious. I guess you like them, huh? <laughs> Yeah. I, I expected like a little Titan. more dark, uh, ominous. I don't know. Yeah, I was you like, know? I, it does seem to, I guess it's odd. It's like if you look at some of the pictographs or whatever we've got, I could kind of see one or two of those. It almost looks like the Black Garden image kind of slapped on the shader. But yeah, I was like, when I got it the first time, I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> I mean, there are cool aesthetic pieces to like, some of it moves. Fair warning. There's like little mm-hmm. kind of metal metal tendrils basically that will kind of do this little slow waving animation the hunter cloak i think is the most obvious of those because it's massive but they no. look like the uh the creatures that come out of the caretaker yeah a little bit oh or the or the or the, yeah. the stranger's pet which i think did anybody catch on to that i think that the stranger's pet kind of looked like those things oh the fish things. Yeah. yeah, it's like a darkness it fish. That the ex- same, like, I, w- I was little... like, I forgot that. Yeah, oh, wow. I forgot she about get that. this on a pyramid ship? Is this pyramid origin? That was I mean, she's thought. kind of embraced stasis and darkness and who knows what else she's done. So that actually would make some sense. I hadn't thought about the fish in a while. I just was yeah. l- like, I want, I don't know, when we get to the boss, I want armor that mm-hmm. looks like that dude. Mm-hmm. That's like, we'll get there. But yeah, when, when you, I guess that would have been maybe a giveaway of what's coming. So maybe that's why they can't go quite as hard into armor that looks exactly like him 
But no. generally, it's yeah. I would have liked to have seen a little more. It just it threw me when I'm going red, Ooh. dark green, and white. So I'm like nothing. Nothing in here is white. Why are we Listen, seeing these colors? It's very strange. We here at the Warlock de- delegation do not approve. <laughs> this is not yeah. a go. This is not. Yeah. This is horrible radar. I am so. I really? was like, oh, that the, the I Warlock. I haven't seen what the Warlock's armor looks <laughs> oh like. Oh my god, the face is doing the tingle. The with the tingle thing. Like you a, got like the the Matrix Revolutions final oh, brain chip. That's what the Warlock helm. Because I think what is going? No, Roke is not. I can't. I mean, have you seen that. the Hunter Cloak? Like. <laughs> The hunter cloak is two feet taller. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. the hunter cloak is crazy. You guys actually got a pretty good delegation. We are not happy. I'm so glad I did not get any of that. Like every luckily, (laughs) exactly, (laughs) exactly, bro. It is awful. You guys guys look like a bionicle with this stuff on. Terrible. This is unbelievable. Thank God I did not get one armor piece. I've been so fortunate. That's what transmog is for. Every drop I've got has been weapons. It's been all weapons. I've got one piece all, but I'm happy. I'm happy. Sorry, E. I know you're going through it. But yeah, I got the submachine gun. Yeah, but those mods, though, you're going to wish you got it. Yeah, there are mods. I think I got one of the mods. I got one mod, but no armor piece. You start unlocking the mods now, but you still need the raid armor to put them on. To slot it. That's my point, yeah. So so tell me me about what what any some of the arm mods do. Anybody know? Anybody got any good mods or what they... I mean, well, it was, I don't know if it was bugged at first because I've now played it enough times that some of them were starting to drop. But when I got a piece of armor, say it was whatever energy type it was, you would go on it and the mods were literally already there. And now as I've been unlocking them and they're dropping, I'm seeing like duplicates. So somehow they managed to give all the mods straight away. Really? And then I don't know if that's going to be fixed later, if it's already there. Yeah, because I can go any armor piece I've got has whatever mods there and I can switch it to like Arc Solar Void. All the mods are just there. Wow. So yeah, there's the biggest one, especially that helps with DPS is the higher, if you have a certain, like if you have a, you know, several number of stacks of the darkness one that builds, you do more damage. Oh. So in theory, especially for the final fight, which you haven't seen and other things, you do more damage in that state. So that's like a nice thing to add for DPS for like final pushes and stuff like that. So it's actually, it will have some benefits later on because you can stack those too. So yeah, you will want the armor, especially if you go hard difficulty, but also help some with DPS. So there are some interesting ones. Uh, I can't remember all of them. Just looking at these armors and I'm I'm amazed. Like the Titans actually for once have really good armor compared to the other classes. (laughs) Yeah. Umbral sharpening. Thank you. That is the, that is the model. Umbral sharpening. Do you not not agree? You don't you don't like the Titans look? I haven't got the whole set on yet. I actually thought like the because I got the arms, the legs. The helmet looks dope. I don't I think I have the helmet. I don't think I got oh the helmet. Oh my god. It kind of makes you look like the uh who's that knifey boy from Soul Calibur? You know what yeah, I'm talking about? Voldo. Voldo If Voldo <laughs> became a Titan, that's kind of mm-hmm. what he reminds me of. Yep. Um, it, looks, I agree. it looks really cool. So, yeah. The arms and legs are cool. They don't move. So I got the two static pieces. Uh, and then I think I got the class item. So I don't have the fun ones yet. But I mean, I well, didn't. So you, were ask- what? you were asking about our response to loot dropped. The first thing that happened was I got the uh, machine gun. And as I mentioned before, we were getting booted to orbit like a million times during that encounter. So we took a breather uh, when we finally beat it. And uh, I immediately went to Mars to see if we could craft it. 
I wanted to see. And I, and you could. And I and I was I was super shocked. I was like, oh my god. So it is their whole, the whole I think all of the all of the stuff you get in the raid is in the crafting table. Yep, they're all in there. Amazing. So um I'm gonna be crafting that pulse rifle. Yeah. You bet. Like for Did sure. You get right boys oh yeah. If I that. could get I gotta wait till next week. I've gone through every I've gone all three times this week and so zero pulse yeah, rifles I mean, out of five even, runs. Even if you get the pulse rifle, I've gotten the pulse rifle twice, and uh, neither of them with deep sight. Yeah, so. it'll it'll well, take a while for crafting. Too. Oh, you did? Damn you! <laughs> well, you need five. You, you, need you need five, so it'll be yeah. it's a Stop long journey. Stop trying to my mind. No, I'm, I'm going to damper bro. your mood. Absolutely going to damper your mood. Riding for a while, dog. Like I'm Look, damping away. That's the only thing I got over you guys. You guys completed it. You got five. I got. Let me have this. Okay. Okay. When you're able to craft anyway. it in a month from now, when you get five, you'll still be ahead of them. So don't worry. Yeah. You need I had a really cool looking uh, linear fusion rifle. Uh, yeah. Really bad perks. Really the solar one. Yeah, I got bad. Yeah. I, one, I got but, uh, but it. But yeah, I was I was stoked about that. But the sound of it, Trav. The way it's like like I don't know. It's like a, a nice feel to it. Yeah. yeah. Nice feel to it. Like it. Feels like mm-hmm. I'm shooting a Star Wars laser at somebody. It's amazing. Yes. Agreed. So Nina, Agreed. I gotta ask. Once you finish that encounter with the obelisks and the symbols and we have the champions, we got all that done, get your loot, walk through the door. You see the 12-assed horse twice. And then over (laughs) the edge, that was the moment. So you got the horse a couple times and you're like, this is weird, Travis. You can explain why in a second. But then I wanted to, so he'll get that. Uh, Tell us now, why are the horses so many butts? Yeah. So I I had the privilege of discussing this on the the Iron Lords podcast, but uh, um. The horses with many butts is a reference to this phenomenon in collapsed world cultures that, okay. that uh, happens in like um, when when uh, archaeologists dig up like a site where uh, especially with like ancient Rome and like those old civilizations that, that uh, died in Europe where they'll find these like weird marble pieces of marble and stone that have like statues half carved into them. And a lot of the stuff you see in uh, his museum pyramid looks exactly like that stuff. And you can see these rooms if you go on like a tour uh, yes. in Europe of like one of these old places. And a lot of it is because uh, artists that were like carvers were practicing. And so they'd practice like heads. So they do like five heads on one piece of a block just to practice it. And then those pieces end up getting found later and they look super creepy because it's <laughs> like somebody practicing just heads. And uh, you, you can also they, they they you can also find examples where they were practicing animals, and so there would just be like a series of like centipede like legs where they were just practicing carving legs. And I've seen stuff in real life that looks just like that. So when I saw it, that combined with all the statues that are like half built in the shape, and I was like, I know exactly what they're going for. Like yeah. this guy has like pillaged old worlds and like collected all the stuff that he left behind, and so you see all these like weird statues and stuff that are parts of that world, but it's like. It, it super alludes to like all the stuff that you can go and see if you go like visit ancient Rome and stuff like that. It's, it's really love cool. so that stuff. The, the horses were, uh, I, I believe I'm, I'm fully convinced were a reference to that sort of like weird uh, statue stuff you can find in, in our real world, which is super awesome for a history nerd like myself. Yeah. Really like cool to see. I didn't know me and you share that because yeah, I'm a history, it's, it's, I'm especially like an excavation ancient civilizations nerd. 
So that spoke to me. And I was like, I know what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, you know, it's just so cool. It's like, yo, these are all the worlds that fell, you know, before. And he has them. Like, it, it was just so dope. I really got wrapped into the Lord. About, it's cool that you, yeah. you, you re- realize the same thing with that. So Nina, like that, up to that first encounter, we rode a little taxi. We're like, cool, we're going into Pyramid. Then we see some cool stuff as we go through. We're seeing some symbols. Then we're doing the first encounter. After that encounter and that door opens, what moment for you could have been the end? Could it be what like visual moment just was kind of that jaw dropping pause? Or did you have any of those moments where you're just like, what? Any wow moments basically in the raid when you kind of really got past that first encounter to see a lot? Like what what did it for you in there or did anything do it? I should say. I think like everybody, we stopped and looked at the worm like right away and we had that discussion. Is it being, you know, siphoned power from? Is it, you know, willingly like powering like that obelisk or, you know, cylinder you see kind of in the background there? Or, you know, um, is it a prisoner here? Like, uh, you know, my my, uh, raid group are all kind of lore nerds together too. So we probably only took like a little 15 minute because we were taking it as like a little wind down after that encounter yeah. too, but we right away were like, you know, just like, oh my God, what is this? Is it that? Is it that? Like, you know, and like all these ideas came to head, you know, and we were just kind of like taken back to you by like how expansive it was, you yeah. know? That's one of the things I've always compared in D1 from D2 is, you know, the the expansive backgrounds that they've done so well in Ooh. Destiny 2. It's just amazing. Oh, like, yeah. Like, you see the red sky, and you see, like, the crackling of energy back there, and then you Ooh. see the more pyramids, you know, architecture and everything. And it was just, like, I don't know, just so many questions popped to mind, you know? Yeah. You're like, I have, I have questions. Lots of them. <laughs> we stopped and looked I, at the horse and had a laugh for, like, a minute. That? but Yeah, me too. <laughs> Yeah. And now we know the answer. But yeah, I have the question. Yeah. What is that answer, sir? Since I know we know it. It's apparently the mother of worms. Exactly. The other worms. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. Yeah. So this guy, this guy has like killed the gods that have been troubling us. They, he killed their parents like that. I think that's supposed to be, (laughs) it's supposed to put fear into you. Like, wow. And, and that moment was so cool, by the way. And I, I know you're always saying, give, give him your roses. I'll do the opposite of that. Whatever the opposite of roses is, I'll take my licks on this one. As soon as we saw that, somebody in our group was like, I bet you the final encounter is going to happen in that square above the worm. And I turned to him and I was like, shut up, you idiot. Like, that thing's so far away. You're, I was like, you think we're actually going to hike all the way all over there? Over like, yeah, I was like, I was like, don't be dumb. Like, help me. <laughs> but that was the best part. It was just like first time when you finally realize when you get a little like, perspective on first time we went to the shattered throne you could see where you were going and you finally get that little peek and you're like we end up there and yeah as i was checking the chat basically the idea is that the boss will get to him a little bit more later but basically that worm in the lore that you'll get later once you beat it there's a mission and stuff like that he basically made the hive what they are he fought the leviathan the big bone the big gigantic yeah, the bone. Red and them just told me it was at the top. Yeah. yeah. So that's that is a rib of the Leviathan that was keeping mm. the worms at bay on Fundament. And mm. then Big Boy basically took out the Leviathan 
not a whole lot of effort to it. Apparently, it sounded mm-hmm. like it was a pretty easy task for him. And then that's how the whole process of the proto-hive becoming the hive and the hive got... That all happened because of this dude. That's crazy. Yeah. So the fact that we got well, that type of story was just... I'm yeah, loving how was, much story yeah. we're getting. Yeah. It was amazing. The only question I still haven't had answered in maybe a year... I haven't caught up in all the lore yet. I've been trying to because it's just been there's so, so much, much of it right now. So much. Yeah. Um, but uh, maybe maybe you know Nina. I still don't really understand why the disciple was in Sabathun's throne world and if he was like trapped there or like what the deal was because this dude's supposed to be like going out throughout the galaxy doing the witnesses bidding and it sounds like he got like trapped in the throne world or something i don't i still don't understand what was happening there i forget the details chat may help us a little bit with that one do you know nina or have you guys have you caught i actually was googling that and to see if anybody made a video or yeah i don't know if we have an answer yet blackwing says they got you so they might fill it in because i know a couple of my chat actually go way Mm -hmm. deeper on the raid uh yep i figured it was going to be something like that like she she used her trickery to get him there I don't know yeah. why you would want him in there, because I, I, wasn't he hunting her for super long? But I think that might have been her way. Uh, he was sent there to watch Savathun and make sure, she, uh, I guess, she became a disciple. Okay, uh, so these sound like theories, then, if we're getting multiple answers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's so powerful. How does he get trapped by her? That's yeah, like, I don't get that part either. Yeah, like that's what, there's like so many, I guess, just holes in this story still so far, you know? Yeah, Getting that a few worm's ideas. dead, right? For sure, it's a. Corpse. It seems like it is now, post what we got hard doing. I think so. Yeah, yeah. He was watching to keep Savathun in check for the witness, for and the then witness. when she got the light, maybe. So yeah, there's definitely some idea. He was there for a purpose, and then maybe there was some trickery that he managed to get trapped. But I mean, that's part of the lore too. When you're going through, doesn't the ghost say there's this entire darkness? City and Savathun either didn't know or whatever. Yeah, he's he's an interesting one. Anyway, we'll get to him a little bit later because that was just kind of a crazy reveal. Uh, so we get to the second part and go through a little bit more. We see all the like the preservation museum setup that you've got going on. And then you get to our boy Quasimodo. <laughs> um, so I wanted to ask you guys when it came to that. Um, did you, how, like, first off, were you, did he, what did you guys think of the fight? Because for me, this is one of the first times, because I've been trying to compare. I've seen a lot of raid rankings, and we'll do that before we go, so we'll kind of tuck Ooh. that at the end. But I've been thinking about encounters that we've had previously. The amount of movement you have to do, the way the <clears throat> levels are shaped up, and things like that. And I have noticed probably the most verticality, especially in this encounter. Yep. I would it's say so cool. the yep. fact that you've got different levels, the animation of the stairs coming down, um, different teams kind of work in different pieces. But just the fact that how the the scale of the room when you finally because we explored it first and we're like people were jumping around. Get We got to the third floor before you we even started the thing. We were jumping around and seeing everything. Um, I just kind of wanted to get your guys take on how that that encounter. Was it something you were pleasantly surprised? Do you find it annoying? What do you guys think of the second encounter? And did it, you know, if you didn't go exploring up, were you surprised when the stairs dropped type thing? So anybody can take that. I'll jump in. Uh, um, yeah, I'll, 
I'm sorry, got to try. Okay, you go, Jeff. Okay. I was just going to say I loved this encounter from beginning to end, and I didn't even bother me that I was on it for like eight hours or however long it took us to beat it. Um, it it was super cool. I did not go exploring upstairs, so when the stairway came down, somebody said, there's stairs, and I went, oh, no. There's going to be a scene change on every floor, and that like – it, yeah, that – I love that because it meant uh, you never got bored of the environment, you know, because we got stuck on the second phase for a while where we were on the second floor and people were kind of learning that and had to succeed there. And then the third one, we didn't spend very long before we beat it. But, yeah, it was like uh, every every uh, step that we got to was exciting. And the fact that the rooms were different, that the emblem uh, grabbers had to go into were like a different situation every time. So um, I really like the encounter. I love that the boss is a soft boy. He looks big, but he doesn't really hit very hard. And he's kind of like just a, he kind of, he kind of gives me like sad vibes. You know what I mean? Like you can get up right, you can get up right in his face and punch him and he'll like hit you back, but he doesn't even take you to half health. He's just, he just sort of, he's like kind of just a sad guy. He's not, he's not going for threatening. He's just, uh, it's like you're fighting a librarian basically. And he's very upset that you're, you're uh, ruining his day. Uh, he is I the caretaker. Mm-hmm. yeah he can take a punch but he can't really give one give one out you know mm-hmm. that, i like that a lot um so yeah there were so many things about it that were cool the premise i think is is super cool the fact that you have to juggle so many things at once and people have to keep stunning him and all that i thought that was really dope um it didn't take us very long to figure out how to do the encounter at least like the broad strokes because they do a pretty good job of teaching you uh kind of the principles earlier but it took us a really long time to master it to like have every part go exactly right and then especially DPS on contest mode. Like that was Ooh, brutal getting I DPS got thoughts, right on I contest got thoughts. mode. So, yeah. But mm-hmm. I really liked that encounter. thought it was uh, a really good check. I'd be willing to bet that most people didn't get past that encounter on day one. Because that one was like really the. Yeah, it was like you can was, see the, num- was, you can see the, the numbers check. of the drop off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't do, if you can't do DPS, like you're stuck on that encounter. So that was really cool. I liked that one. Cog, what about you, man? Yeah, it, it's funny. What Trav said is how I felt too, because it's like, as much as we struggled on it, I didn't get mad because I liked the encounter. And I thought for me, okay, what is he doing? Why is he not bothered by us? And then once we started interfering, <laughs> he then started to chase it. Shout out to Forte if he's in the chat. I want to shout out to Forte and Sinister. They are the best harassers of this thing i've ever seen like they had him bothered down there oh, and stunned. they kept the yeah they kept their stun game going and he just would not leave that bottom platform and uh we did really good there the, the issue was um obviously going inside getting the your symbols and as you pro- progressively go up you know it's a little bit more intense for the person inside but i really liked it kind of i thought that um it it broke the team up in a cool unique yeah. way you know what i'm saying like all six had to be doing something different and Again, we had two down there, two ad clear on each side of the room. And then you got to be careful. You can't let those guys get down. Again, those vicious shield guys, you know, all the snipers at the top doing a lot of damage and stuff like that. But as you go up, the verticality was just cool. And I got to give Bungie they slick. 
Because what they did in this was something very unique that I know they probably did their research on. They're like, okay, we're going to do plates, but you're not going to stand on this plate here and just DPS all day. You're going to move. <laughs> and it was like, when well, this is the power is going to fade, and then you got to move to the second one. Yeah. And move to the, so the, the, the person who's like me, normally I'm designated well duty, right? The well duty guy got to make a decision. All right, do we use it on first plate, second plate? You know, what we do on a third plate? Then you got to try to get as much DPS in as much as possible and for contest mode yeah it was rough but i will say like it was fun and then as you go up the steps come down you go up to the next level it gets more intense more intense so yes forte's in there yeah salute yes your dps is on point yes dj Oros, your dps i got my dps guys in here but um yeah man it's a fun encounter it really was we we beat it beat it off of contest mode and it was satisfying because I had to pay him back for what he he terrorized me on contest mode. <laughs> he terrorized my team. But now, I, I love that encounter. I'm going to give it to you guys. What what did you think about it in general? Like how was your your guys' experience with it on contest mode as well? Yeah, Nina, I know you spent, What I'm kind of curious, like how many, I know you had a lot of hours in this thing. Uh, what, how much time did you spend on this one and what was your guys' experience like? Um, I, I want to say it was overall another few hours. Um, you know, unfortunately, we ran into some bugs here. Mm. I'd say we figured out the mechanic, you know, because we already know we got to shoot the obelisk, right? So mm -hmm. we ran into that bug where you're just shooting the obelisk and nothing's happening a couple what? times. Yeah, we got that. Yeah. 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 So unfortunately, you know, uh, as we were, you know, picking up momentum and getting the rhythms down and, you know, you find the you're in that perfect run where the DPS is great and the stuns were great and then the obelisk would bug out. So uh, we had a couple little like hiccups like that, but probably, you know, another like with discussions and, you know, DPS checks on the way, like, you know, <laughs> analyzing the numbers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, a few hours. We got, we got, uh, we got lucky. We were, what you was know, your, what was your what was loadout in this one? Yeah. Um, I was actually the emblem collector, so okay. I was oh, okay. I was one of the okay. runners. Okay. So yeah, mm, nice. so I was a hunter. So you know, it was easy to avoid the wizards one shotting you just to keep spamming invis and yeah, make you it guys out have that. Quick, you guys so. have that option. Those those wizards hurt as a <laughs> titan. Yeah. Those things, yeah. those, those those sting those little floaty shards, and you touch one, you're like, ow, dead. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, I think on what the second level, the room layout for the emblems is. Really not to your advantage. No, <laughs> like, for sure. So I think it made Hunter a little easier. So we didn't switch roles. Everybody had their role, you yeah. know, and their their pair, and we just stuck with it. And we felt progress, you know. So we stuck with it, and we we moved through, and it was it was pretty good. Um, mm -hmm. I I liked the encounter. I was ready when we got to the second floor for a mechanic change. I thought something yeah. was going to be different. Like, mm -hmm. okay, we got to stun him differently, or um, he's going to move in a different pattern or something, or maybe the first one was up close DPS. Now we're going to have to be range DPS, you know, and they, and they did do little different elements like that. Kind of not yeah. a hard one, but a little, little bit, touches especially here as you there, get so. to the top. Yeah. I like how yeah. you said that yeah. though. And I think that's a good way to describe this raid, at least for our experience. It always felt like we were making a little bit of progress, whether we failed, whether we, you know, stub your toe with a glitch, it was still... It got a little more polished. The The runners got a little bit smoother at their callouts and talking to each other. Ads were a little bit more. Things just kind of got a little bit better 
on a continual basis. And I think it was that little feeling of progression that we continually had. And again, we were lucky we didn't have that many issues. Desyncs and stuff like that, that we definitely had, and we'll cover that towards the end. But generally, it was, um, I think, just the continual feeling of baby steps of progression really helped, as you said, kind of keep everybody calm, keep everybody talking. And it really, even if it was a long time in there, it was those moments that you you had that incentive to keep pushing. And I think that's, I feel like I've ha- there have been walls in previous stuff because we tried like Crown of Sorrow for a while. I remember that being an absolute struggle. Uh, Atrax was an absolute bear. But it's just, I don't think anything oh, yeah. in here ever got to the point, even the finale when we got there, it's like, that we the progression was there. We kept getting, and then there were like bugs, issues, and things. We'll have some fun stories, but yeah, I like the fact that, as you said, the things kept getting a little bit better. Things kept getting figured out. Progress was made. So I actually really like that about this thing. Yeah, I was like for me, mm-hmm. it was I was one of the runners as well. So Titan nice, kind of learned nice. to move quick and just realize the the wizards are evil. So dodge those quickly. And I knew we were going to have the different levels because we looked before it started. We're like, okay, what's going on in here? Somebody made a jumping puzzle, second level, and somebody was like up on the third. I was like, oh, so we got two floors. And so somebody's like, nope, there's another one. I was like, oh, crap. So we go up there and you <laughs> see there's like three doors to it now. Um, but yeah, we did the same thing. We got our two runners. They stuck on rolls, two ad clear, and the two stunners. And it, that just kind of helps everybody know what they're doing when you get in there. But yeah. it was just those little variations of first he's right on top of you. Uh, and then a little bit farther, a little bit farther on the top floor. That third room for the runners, though, man, it's nothing but just a bottomless pit and a couple platforms in there. It is, mm. it's not great. And it's a pretty big room, <laughs> decent amount of verticality, and a whole bunch of places to fall to your doom. Damn. And it's like, I've done it on all three characters. And yeah, Titan's a little squishy for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, just because. But yeah, the, the hunter was nice for the invis, so that I I envy yeah. that one on the first run. That would have that would have been nice in there. But yeah, it's like just the <laughs> verticality of this whole thing. By the time you get done with it, or if you accidentally fell all the way down a yes. couple levels, and you're like, I'll be up in like six hours. I'm down here now. Bro, That'll kill an you, entire run. <laughs> if you get booped on that encounter, or shout out to them for being a little they 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 being a little messy. The, the OSHA, there are the, no OSHA railings, you know, the, the building. Yeah, like the building. there's no, no railings. Yeah. Just, yeah, no safety <laughs> concern. But the thing is, I think it's the second flight of steps that drops down. Oh, the, if you just run through it, they need to mind the gap yeah, sign. Yeah. My I would tell people, yo, mind the gap, because you will I see people just race up and then fall to yep. that gap and not make the platform. It's, yeah, it's like the stairs that didn't quite connect, and you know they yes. did that intentionally and going, um, <laughs> yep, definitely. But it was also like when you're doing the dunks, there's a little space between the platform where you're doing that that as well. And I just kind of be up there and like try and dodge and just fall a couple floors down. It's like Sorry. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing you can do, but it's like, I was happy. What did you, we ended up going with as many catalyst and like catalyst death bringers as we could. And that actually worked rather well. Really? Yeah. TV has been, um, I got lucky to play with some cool, like some cool people, but death bringer. Uh, yeah. He's like a big death ringer person. So he mm-hmm. started with that DPS and was killing us. Like we mm. were doing some linears. We were doing some regular rockets. Um, that thing is just solid. And the cool thing is if you if you can really learn the timing, you could, if you like say, well, you do one, two, your third, you can shoot it higher, let it fall, get to the plate. And then by the time it hits him, you're still doing the DPS. That's fine. So it's it's a cool way to do damage that I would not have thought about without him. 
Uh, and that really like raised our damage a lot. So what'd you guys use for DPS? I'm curious what Trav used. Yeah, we all used rockets, uh, Gallerhorn, and then we had a auto-loading holster on rockets and fusion rifles. So nice. That we could yep. Alternate between the two and that sort of thing. So we did pretty pretty well DP, uh, at DPS at the end. And then obviously one person had Gallerhorn uh, mm-hmm. to give us all Wolfpack rounds. And uh, I think I was using um, what's the delayed reaction one? Lasting impression. Lasting impression. Yeah. Lasting impression. I had enhanced lasting impression on one of my rocket launchers, the one that I I made and. Uh, I was shooting that and sort of doing exactly what you were doing with Deathbringer, like basically delaying the explosion in that between damage phases. So I'd shoot it on the way and then stand in the pool and then wait for the explosion to happen. Nice. Get off two more rockets and then switch to fusion and then just keep going from there. Yeah. So I was doing, I think I was doing like 5.2, 5.3 mil. Uh, wow. All three waves. So nice. it's pretty good. Pretty good damage. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I really like that encounter. Yeah, Nina. I can't any... wait to do it tonight with Cog. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any unique strats, Nina? Let these guys know the best way to way to go. Best way. Um, we had multiple hunters, so we had the tether debuff to start every DPS phase. Um, and you know it was able to pretty much continue for two plates. Nice. So you know, and then throw the nade on him for the last one. So keep the debuff on him. Um. We went sleepers, actually. Okay. Uh, Ooh, okay. Yeah. He's got a pretty big we head, went, doesn't he? Like, crit yeah. spot. Yeah. yeah. We went sleepers, and, um, you know, we, we uh, I think we had a well, too, because, okay. you know, squishiness, right? So, yep. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, Cartesian coordinates, like a fast shoot Ooh, uh, yeah, fusion, yeah. you know? I mm-hmm. think, uh, what, they sold a Vorpal one not yep. too long ago, oh, yeah. so everybody has that Vorpal role, mm-hmm. and... That was kind of like the the balance, you know, for that plate where he's really close to you, you know, we were switching to that and then going back to sleeper for the plates that he was a little further away. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Uh, yeah, I think we we did one well and then everybody else was just DPS supers too. So, yeah. you know, we didn't, we were trying to like really stretch the survivability without having something to protect you every plate. Yeah, right. And, yeah, we had probably yeah. a couple too many bubbles and stuff. Yeah, a little more. Leaning mm-hmm. more into the DPS and hold your own without it was definitely yeah. a thing the farther we got into this encounter. So mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Uh, any us, any jumping? Divinity's not that good in there. No, Divinity's not he's, needed. Yeah, it's very he almost swallows the bubble. We tried that yeah. too. Yeah, he's, yep. it's very yeah. he's a bit bulky. Yeah, well, he, he like turns at an odd angle too, so you yeah. wouldn't always see it. Like, it's, yep, it was a little. We we tested it a couple times and then you know, back to nope. Everybody's doing DPS. <laughs> yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So after that jumping puzzle, mostly kind of working through, we found the secret chest on that section. How was the orchestration of the jumping and then also the button switching so you could jump and then the rotating barrel like Ninja Warrior platforms. Our war, our resident warlock, <laughs> is shaking his head right now. How you doing, bud? <sighs> it wasn't that bad. As yeah. much as I complain, but the one I don't like, the one that was evil, was the rotating ones. I, I that one, I was like, come on, this is this is just wrong. <laughs> I was, and I was like, all right, it was the fact that the surface wasn't flat that bothered me. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, yeah, it was like there were six sides. It was like hexagon or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but that, you also can't clamber those. So you just got to hit it and go. You cannot clamber that. So I was like, okay, this is going to be interesting for me. But I mean, overall, considering 
it was it wasn't too bad. The switch day was interesting. That you know, one person kind of behind, and then you know, hit the button. All right, yep. hit the doorbell, y'all. Go through whatever, whatever, and kind of disappear. But um, yeah, for the warlock delegation, there was some struggles there for a little bit. You know, yeah, we got through. I had we got the, through. I had to switch to the right jump when I ran my warlock because yeah, couple of the corners I wasn't using the right jump, and then finally when I switched, it's like okay, now I'm all right. But it took me. I was like. These corner turns, I'm like, I'm screwed. And then finally, I was like, oh, it's my jump. I forgot what I was on. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that makes a difference. But, yeah, the Warlock was the hardest of the three in there. I will give you that. Mm -hmm. But I will also mm -hmm. say the Warlock is never going to die on that initial fall if you're going for a flawless yeah. run. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the advantage there. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, Secret Chest like was a nice bonus. Get through. And I know it's mostly that one organically. Yeah, we did. Ooh. That was cool. Nice, nice. And yeah, then, we didn't find the secret chest on the on their first on day one. You know, just running through. Uh, we did stop to admire, you know, the scenery as we kept going. You know, and obviously kept looking at the worm and checking on him to see if anything was oh, yeah, changing there. Yeah, yeah. Like, I honestly don't. Know? I still don't know the right way to get through that jumping puzzle, not using the secret chest path. Because that's just the one I found on my first try. And so oh. now it's the only path I know. So if somebody was like, oh, <laughs> skip the chest. I'd be like, I don't I don't know how. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, that, I liked it, though. I, I felt that they stepped it up, you know? Um, I've, I liked how I've... close you were to the worm, too. That was dope. Yeah. That was, yeah. The, that was, the, yeah. That was the point where I was like, Shit, I think this guy's right about us fighting in that. I was like, I was like, man, we're pretty close to this uh this this uh, rectangle again. I think I'm in trouble here. Yeah. yeah. Like you know, jumping puzzles have been in Destiny forever, right? And mm -hmm. uh they're always a, a source of pretty good laughs and good memories. And I didn't, you know, I thought like they're fun, but I never thought they were really super challenging because everybody usually, you know, you have a main class that you put your most hours into and you're pretty comfortable with that, you know? Yeah. So I never felt like, you know, for anybody that puts the hours into this game, they're not that hard. And I felt this one was like, all right, they stepped up their game a little bit. <laughs> like, like flawlessing this raid is going to be a pain. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like this, sure. is, this that's going to be the endurance test right there yes. for people. Like the jumping puzzle on the flawless run. Mm -hmm. like, Those are know, so. be like, hey, you good at jumping? No, you're not in this run. Can I filter out by good platform? Okay, let me see your. Um, have you beat Mario? Fill in a blank. Have, what have, what Mario game have you beaten? Mm -hmm. um, or in the blind forest to be a good one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Both of those are excellent. Um, I will say we have a warlock main on our team. That you know, day two running through after contest mode, she uh she did it on blink, Ooh. all of it Ooh. except like that one blind, yeah, the blind one. corner, yeah, yeah, like I she did all of the all of it up until like that one corner, like respect, and I think we had we had to like hurry up a little bit because one of our friends that we were running through mm -hmm. had to go, so. But I, she would have gotten it. She would have gotten it if we would have gave her a little more time. Yeah, <laughs> Blake, Blake Warlocks yeah. get all the respect. That's a different level yeah, that's, right there. That's, that's, a, that's a different mindset right there. I love my Blake Warlocks of respect. Okay, okay. Yeah. I don't even got the heart to Blake that one. Be <laughs> <laughs> looking bold. for a challenge later. That's <laughs> bold. Respect. All right, Nina. Uh -huh. 
third encounter was was this any kind of a wall for you guys how was this experience i want to know from you how many how long was this one for you guys um i want to say this one was probably um i i don't think we ran into really any bugs which was nice yeah um so you know we kind of our first couple of attempts were like you know surveying the area so we just ran through like chaos theory like look at what's here see you know make call outs see what's happening you know get to the the next kind of checkpoint the next room yep. you know when we saw that to make sure that there was no kind of like maybe dps or some kind of you know harder enemy that had to be taken down or anything like that or any surprises yeah and then you know after running that first room a few times and we saw oh okay we we just got to like survive we, we all right, we could do this, you know. Um, we probably like, oh my god, we made it through a couple times towards the end, and then forgot the symbols. Oh, uh, oh, we. Uh, I, I feel like we had that too. There were a couple times because it's so hectic, and you're like, "What was?" And it just and everybody's just shot at a point depending on the hour. And yep, been there. Yeah. So. We 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 had a good rhythm, you know, and like, you know, we were we were lucky. I want to say hunters were pretty good on this part because the taken relic to have to run ahead and cleanse those blights. You yep. know, I was just throwing invis nades and other, you know, teammates were doing the same and allowing them to like kind of get through first and you know start the progression really quick. Um and then we uh we you know we decided right away we're gonna split up in two teams of three and keep it going and uh, I want to say I ran the Kvar shield, the relic, mm, for okay. ma majority of it. Um, nice. Yeah, and uh, it was easy to get to the other side. I could avoid snipers, you know, like. Yeah, easy you can go invis. Again. That's just I'm like, I wish. <laughs> I'm just sitting here <laughs> yeah. thinking about any of this invisible, and I'm like, nope, didn't really have a whole lot of that. Finishers. Yeah. So. Finishers. Do those finishers. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You can go uh, invisible now. You can go invisible. Yeah. Uh -oh. Yeah, but we the new aspect. We, mm -hmm. we uh after like a handful of failed attempts, we finally didn't trust our memories and started to write down the symbols. So <laughs> and, yeah, uh, there's not hours, a lot of time. It, you know? There's yeah. not. It was only just a few hours for you guys. Yeah, I want to say I because I want to say majority of our time was spent at the boss. We made it to the boss in like ten hours overall. So that's not bad. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say for us, this was, this is where we called it the first night, was this encounter. Mm. When we finally put it together, because we kept getting the same thing. We were getting a little close. Figure out the first room. You're like, all right, get the mechanics. Second room. Okay, we added one. Got through the second room. Finally, a little bit of chaos. Figured out the order. Everybody where it was going. Found the third room. We're like, all right, we've got three. And what we ended up doing that allowed it to work, we did two, two. For the third and fourth room, we did two, two, and two. Two and mm. left. Two and right. And then uh, Nomad was on the shield and I was on the Taken. And we just were together the entire... We just literally ran. We'd like run up, shield, clear. Go to the other side, shield, clear, cleanse, run up. Because then you have to clear that one and go to the other side. We were just like glued together the whole time. We were just like mm -hmm. the the shielding, clearing couple running through there. So, <laughs> And then the nice thing was once we figured out with the darkness, the little peanut thing you can turn around and hit the night for the time when we got through the third door we're like we have enough time so we dumped the relics and waited and then we'd pick back up the same one so we had the same jobs 
which works it's really nice, well nice. because yeah, yeah, if you can get that extra time, yeah. then it's two people doing the exact same thing, exact same thing. and only the darkness has got to switch. And those are the two that have to do the most movement. So we basically made two left, two right. And then us two were that job the entire time. And we've got it down to a pretty good run. So it's like, so, you know, if you start here, you look up here, then I know which one's going to end. We just, and that's what made it work. But this was our, yeah, this was our good six, eight hour. Like this was yeah. a, just to get every little piece. You'd get to the, we were at the final one and then we just couldn't quite get the well over. And it was hard to be the taken guy. Because depending on how it was set up until we really started bringing the shield, the cleanse kind of shield bubble with us, I was just, I, you have to jump into chaos to hit the Taken Eye. That's just, because mm -hmm. it's a whole bunch of enemies and without invis, I'm just like, please let me survive. And that's all, that's <laughs> all I had to do for a little while. Finally, we got the shield going with, but for a while, I'm just like, there's like 12 guys up there and I have to get into the middle of them to cleanse this eye. Everybody pray. Like, it was that kind of moment <laughs> a lot. And then finally, we got the cleanse together. And then the same thing. We finally learned the positions. And it was like, okay, the third room. We know where the knights are at, so you can extend the timer. That helped a ton uh, once you kind of figured out where those were. But it was just, that was the one. And the reason we, I think we were able to stick with it, every little, every run was just a little bit. Or I stubbed my toe here. Or, and again, believe me, I even fell with my titan at some point. I was just like, I can jump, damn it. So you feel really bad when you <laughs> drop a relic on like the fourth room and you're like to the beginning. And it's, it is, it, when it runs smooth, it's like six, seven minutes, pretty fast, but learning that thing. And then now I will say that's probably going to be the hardest one to teach. You could probably mm -hmm. take two people and be like, one of you each are going to be ad clear and that's all you're going to do. But if you have to teach more than two people, because if you have like four regulars, you can do that entire section with people who know what they're doing. But anything yeah. past that, it's it's going to be a lot of work to probably teach, know what to look for, and understand the pieces. Yeah. yeah. Cog, what about you? Yeah, you're shaking no, your that, head pretty heavily. Literally, you literally explained all the pain points of what you know it was. Not that it was a bad encounter. It was just that it's one of those things. It's it's everyone must do a job. Like there's no getting out of it. So I didn't even know about that little trick that you guys were doing and then com combine that with that timer, right? Yep. So it's like the, the constant movement, you know, for me, the mistake I think we made, and shout out to DJ, he's in there now, is just that we just had, try to run, it's it's like, I always have a rule, like if you try to run an experienced team with someone who's never done it, minimize the amount of people who've never done it yeah. <laughs> to like one or two. And the problem we did was last night, it was like we had like three people who don't know. So it's just like, it, it's too much because everyone has to have, you know, you know that, that, that knowledge of it. But I will say that, I mean, it's a frenetic pace thing that is cool when, ex when execute it and you watch it, it's really cool to yeah. see. Like, you know, because what I, just from a lore standpoint, I think it's kind of, dope like almost every relic in destiny history he has and you gotta use like it is cool but this is going to break a lot of new raiders this is the section i think yeah that it's, people are gonna be like yeah they're gonna be like i don't know because you they ain't no carrying you're going unless you unless they do the e-trick and people get that to a science or whatever you know it, it's gonna be hard to um to carry people there you know but people will come up with stuff I, I eventually yeah. but I, I like i said i don't hate it it's just i, I knew that was the payment i was like yeah this is very stuff well, we have it's some gonna... of the raid stats actually so what i want to just kind of oh, give the go. numbers well there's other stuff in the swab i haven't read but i saw these so players that <laughs> entered, entered players that entered the raid and again, that could be anybody of six random people. 
or even just a solo, 546,000 people entered the raid. That's got to be one of the biggest ones ever. Players that, players that cleared acquisition, first phase, 270K. Still pretty large. Caretaker, 131. That just got to be less than half. So that was one of the DPS checks. Players that cleared exhibition, 80K. Wow. And then full clears, which we'll get to the last one, 32K players total. And again, there were Sherpas and stuff in that time. But yeah, in the 48 hours, yeah, you go six people. So again, there's about five to 6,000 in that total 48 hours. But yeah, the caretaker, definite wall, exhibition. Because I I mean, that was the thing about exhibition is with contest on, you just, you couldn't miss. It had to be that executed perfection. And we, I was like, little by little by little by little by little, I was like, come on. <laughs> it was, it was just pure hell. Um just hectic, though. It was just constant crazy. Oh, yeah. Then a little bit Travis. more jumping, a little bit more traversal. Yeah, I'm, Travis. I'm, I didn't get Travis. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the, uh, the math right now based on mm-hmm. his number of total enemy defeats versus guardian deaths to see what the community's KD was. <laughs> Not good. So just one sec. No, I know. It was pretty good, actually. Uh, I'm, I'm almost done with it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So guardian deaths. There were over a billion uh enemy deaths and guardian deaths were a mere a paltry 70 million uh so the kd on that uh this is going to take too long for me to type it on my phone but uh <laughs> it, it uh it, it was pretty good yeah um i'll be honest i i think the third encounter is the weakest um and i actually Ooh. don't even think it's particularly close um the 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 reason is because they kind of throw a lot of mechanics at you all at once and no, none of them are it's not really hard to figure out. It's more just that like there's so much going on and things that you're juggling and it feels like they just kind of were like, and we'll throw in the relic from the, the, you know, the old Baltic glass raid to keep the pressure on and, and then this and that. And it's just, it's it, the only real thing that feels like it's part of that raid and was meant to it, are the call outs where, where people are having to find the commonalities and shoot the door. Yeah. That feels like it's from the raid. The other stuff feels like it's just random. And then the uh, running and gunning, I just feel like, I never felt like I was fighting anything yeah. really because everything just even even on the hard mode, everything dies like fairly quickly uh, and, and you're kind of you're kind of just like moving on. And so it the fact that there's no boss or common thing you're fighting it, it I feel like um, the the uh, the run in Last Wish did this a lot better. Oh, yeah. Of, oh, yeah. You know, like it's sort, the it's sort of the same better. Type. Yeah, it's sort of the same type of encounter, but it 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 feels uh, more thematic and well designed than I thought this one did. Um, but that said, it is fun, um, and uh, getting through it was was cool, and getting to see, <coughs> sorry, getting to see the different scene changes was also really cool. Uh, I think that's something that they did really well in this raid is the fact that you're you're almost always in al- almost every encounter except for the first one and the first one you're you kind of get to go into different rooms even which is cool you're always on the move and going from place to place and not just in one room forever which i feel like being in stuck in one room forever uh is really depressing like the the damn vault in last wish and so uh this was cool to like get to run around and have different scene changes and feel like you were not only progressing in the encounter but you were actually physically progressing and getting to like see that change and it's like it just it it's kind of representative, but it also it also kind of um, give gave me like a mental 
all right, we're in the third room. That means this is a good run rather than right, having right. to be like, wait, what phase is this? How much yeah, damage do we do? Right, yeah. That sort of stuff, <laughs> uh, which is kind of cool. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I yeah, like Queen's these mechanics, you know, encounters too. And I, I personally think that, you know, the mechanics, you know, blended into DPS is the way that all DPS, you know, kind of encounters should go. I know Absolutely. a lot of people don't agree with that. They think it's too much, maybe. But I like the the chaos, you know. I like the everybody's calling out, you know, and everybody's, you know, trying to do their part, and your your head is like, you know, doing that three sixty thing, like you're, yep. <laughs> yeah, you're just like head on a swivel for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Trying to keep up and you know pull your weight, and you know it it brings a, a different level of fun. So, yep, uh yeah and then a little bit more jumping um we took a little while to just try and figure out to get to there and we didn't figure out until was it yesterday that all of you just need to stand by one of the two doors to get to the final section um yeah we we ended up doing some weird ass jump around get to the <laughs> stairs that you can see far away not necessary totally not necessary everybody was trying to figure out where to go <laughs> All you got to do is get six people in front of the door. Door opens, easy staircase. I felt like an idiot when I figured that out on day two or three. So that was special. Nice. Um, but yeah, final encounter. So we are going to go deep on the final encounter. Are you okay with us talking about this, Cog? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'll watch. Okay. Um, okay our guys, our KD for the community and the raid was uh, 1.4. 1. 1. It's not bad. 1.4 KD. Uh, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Did they say what percentage passed it? Like what percentage of people? Like was the success success rate there or further? Uh, it was like five hundred forty six in five hundred forty six thousand entered, thirty two thousand did the full clear. But it but it mm -hmm. also doesn't count uniques on the other ones, and it, then it does on the clear raid. So I'm wondering if that distinction is there for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah, because mm -hmm. there's probably a couple sherpas and things like that that got like yeah. I know some people did like. Contest Sherpas, I know a few were that way, but there's probably not a ton of those, I would say. So the fact that it went from 80 to 32, it's probably not like you're looking at a drastic difference there. It might be like 35 max. I mean, there's not a ton of contest Sherping. I would imagine that happened there. If you got it, you were probably like, I'm out, I'm sleeping, I don't care. So I <laughs> cannot sure. imagine there's a ton of that going on. But yeah, total hours spent in Valve the Disciple, 4.2 million hours between all of the Guardians. So I don't know what that divides out per person, but... Yeah, there was definitely some had 39, apparently. Um, I feel like I did half of those hours, those seven million hours or whatever. <laughs> you could yeah. Yeah. In, the, the in these up. past two weeks, you have, that's for sure. Uh, final encounter. So, this was the one I had heard a rumor that we were getting something different. <clears throat> and all I can say is we damn sure got something different. Um, was it a rumor or was it a prediction on this show? Or no, I had heard like <laughs> I had heard rumor, leak, other stuff. Like I got I got tuned in. Mm. I got and I know, yeah, you did predict it. You were spot on, hundred percent. And again, I hoped you would be right, honestly, because going into the pyramid ship, ancient evil, and you're going, all right, come on, something cool. And I got to be honest, this is probably my favorite fight in all of Destiny. Wow, that's big from you. Wow, it's definitely the best final boss. I think easily breaking yes. down. I gotta hear this. This is this is. Uh, wait, well, hold on. This is because she said this is okay, the okay, one okay, that they okay, spent okay, the most time okay, on. Okay, I'll I'll get my take wait, on it. Patient. Don't you worry. I'm gonna be patient. 
But Nina, like this is where you spent the most time. Break it down. How'd it go? Uh, what were the struggles? Like, do you have any fun, weird? I got a fun, weird story. So, yeah. How? how let me <laughs> give me give me your story about this whole Rolk encounter. And this is the dude's name. Rolk. Yeah. Uh, so we spent like over a day here. Um, it was pr- it was pretty uh, intense. Um, I will say though, g- going back to like the opening the doors, we didn't figure that out either. So okay, you're not good. Alone I'm there. not alone. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we, we jumped around in the well. windows and then jumped ar- and then floated <laughs> yeah. around the stairs and yeah because yeah. uh, you're, you're still kind of far from like you can see the platform but you're still kind of far yep and we were like okay we we gotta find the you know more jumping puzzle or something or i don't know maybe another level up or or something and we also had a couple teammates find that like the roundabout way to the stairs and <laughs> went over and started the encounter yeah so. i got pulled yeah. for sure yeah, so, um, but the final boss, yeah, you know, we, we, we took the same approach we'd, we'd been doing, you know, we just went in, started right away, you know, trial and error, you know, we figured it out. I thought the, the mechanic was pretty simple to, you know, yep. to glyph keepers, to deposit the resonance, you know, and, you know, the passing of the, of the, the leeching force, the force buffs, um. We got it. We got a a smooth rhythm down with that pretty quick. Yeah. Um, we did enc- encounter some bugs here too, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, Couple. And did you ever have him you know, just like not progress after you dunked what you needed to? Exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> so many times. Exactly that. He would just freeze, and we found the only way to progress after that was. You had to get rid of the leeching force, which yep. meant somebody that was carrying it had to die. Yep. And lives were so critical at that point. It was just such a, like, you know, a gut-wrenching feeling for those bugs at that time, you know? Because now you know you're at the end. Yep. Like, you know, and, you know, and you're getting your rhythm and you're feeling that progression as you felt throughout the whole raid. And, you know, where you're... Running into that, should we just wipe it now? Like, do we even bother continuing on this run? Plenty of times that discussion was had. Like, you know, you got a decent, pretty good DPS phase in the first time, but now he's bugged out, and you're like, all right, we're already down one res token, we're going to be down a second, do we bother, you know? And it was uh, a lot of discussions, and, you know... (laughs) A lot of times we were, you know, we were we were taking kind of the analytical approach to keep track of numbers and what was working best for DPS, yeah. you know. And we had a couple friends tell us a couple, you know, uh, strats that they were doing too, mm-hmm. and they were getting good DPS. So I think I had a couple friends streaming, so they were just popping in and talking with uh, each other at the um, at the final boss too, and. That was, you know, that was that was the hardest thing for us. You know, we we probably took like a good six hours to get a good rhythm here. Yeah. And then. Wow. Yeah. The the bugs that would happen, unfortunately, um, it would just, you know, stop our momentum a little bit. And, oh, you know, yeah. but we, we tried to keep the, the the morale up and, you know, take breaks, and <laughs> you know. Keep mm-hmm. the discussion and the chatter going, and you know we were different time zones too. So, oh wow, there you go. Yeah, so you know we were we were very aware when we were starting to hit that twenty four hour mark and stuff, and it was you know uh, 
so many times we were so close, you know, two good DPS phases and then the bug to happen. And, you know, we, we, we still had that drive in us to keep going because we were, we felt like we were getting it. So we, we kept going for a while. Um, until unfortunately it got close to Monday morning and I had to sign off to get a few hours of sleep for work for a meeting at 8am. So <laughs> I bowed out and I think, uh, the group, stopped right around then too and all took like the break and then came back to it a few hours later and they knocked it out so so did they finish it before contest but you just weren't able to be there for it basically no i jumped back in after my meeting around 11 30 in the morning so <laughs> and uh they um they were you know still going through and getting clears on the checkpoint of the boss right there so nice. i was able just to jump in with a couple other people that still needed the clear so yeah so uh, yeah the fact that you guys you had it you're like we know everything to do we understand it and you went back in post contest is that right it's pre-contest uh no like. no it you was got still, it it was still contest mode oh, okay. so it was okay. still contest okay. yeah cool. it was still contest mode yeah so that's uh i don't know if you know looking back now we should have waited you know and maybe seen if the bugs cleared up you know, but so many times we were just having great runs, great DPS, you know, because we spent so many hours trying to figure out what DPS works, what's the best strats, mm -hmm. you know, and then one of our teammates was like, you know, obviously we needed somebody making heavy constantly and yep. things like that. So, you know, it, it was it was uh, hard to put down <laughs> yeah. when you felt like you were making progression. And at this point, you know, a couple team members had rotated out because they were getting pretty tired. So yeah, I can imagine yeah. after fresh. about two straight days, <laughs> <laughs> got to get them fresh sure. bodies. Hey, how you doing? When'd you sleep <laughs> last? Uh, why, were they, why were they tired? Exactly. <laughs> I don't think I understand. <laughs> I was laughing. Cause I was saying, I was like, I woke up like Saturday morning and then I woke up Monday morning for work. <laughs> like, yeah, and that was my entire weekend. That's you know? an ouch. Yeah. That, that definitely hurts yeah. a little bit. Couldn't do it, but, man. Couldn't do it. We got all we the time test mode clear, so I mean, hey, we yeah, you yeah. got it. We yeah, were, so. yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to go, Travis? Before I go into mine, story sure. of fun. Yeah, you can go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I really like the final boss. Um, I predicted before that this would happen, and the reason I predicted it would happen is because I feel like it had to. Um, I one of my biggest pet peeves about Destiny, and I, I know you guys know practically all my pet peeves about Destiny because I talk about them all the time, but um. <laughs> One of my biggest pet peeves is the fact that they reuse the basic models for characters as bosses. And it's just, it's so irritating. It's like, all right, today we're fighting a big old version of the thing that you've been killing this whole raid and also the whole expansion. And it's just like, all right, I'm over it. And so my favorite part of the raid wasn't even really like seeing the final boss, although that was super cool. And I screamed like a crazy person because I walked up to him while he was doing this little animation. I was like, hey, guys, this guy's a ninja. And then he did that whole bubble and Kick I went flying yeah. <laughs> and uh, rip, rip the ears of all of the people in my party because I screamed like a crazy person. Um, but uh, that wasn't even my favorite part. My favorite part is when the raid started and Rook started talking to me and I realized he was going to be the final boss. And I realized that I was correct and that they were finally like using the raid to set up the next expansion and, and telling story. And I was just like, yes, yes, yes. This is like all the stuff I've wanted from a raid. Um, and so I was 
super stoked about that. Uh, and then getting to the final boss and getting to see him do those ninja moves and clearly being a completely different model with different, uh, you know, animations that aren't part of other characters. And he doesn't just have a stomp. He's got a kick in the face. He'll kick you right in the face, which I thought was really cool. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I don't think they, that encounter is particularly hard. Granted, I got over halfway through the raid and then uh, my friends were like, all right, that's day one of this two day uh, marathon down. Ready to log on after four hours of sleep and get get another 20 hour day. And I said, hey, man, I, I thought this was going to be a 24 hour period and I'm not willing to give the other day of the weekend up. Sorry, man. I It wasn't even it wasn't even just a. A, I, I actually think we probably could have beaten it. In fact, the group I was with did go and beat it on day one uh, uh, after after they, they replaced me. But uh, it was more just like I needed to use Sunday to write the rest of my review. Oh, yeah. And also yeah, to, yeah. And also to catch up on the because my review was due Monday morning. Uh, and I also had to catch up on the um, the end game quests that unlocked once people started beating the raid. So yep. I, I basically just had to make a call like, do I do I want to kill myself with another 20 hour day just so I can beat it on the first day? Or do I, you know, get work done and then beat it on Monday? And that's exactly what happened. Monday, I beat it, uh, you know, got through the final boss and all that. And then and then uh, wrote the rest of my review and all that stuff. And I really, really like the final encounter a ton. The mechanics are pretty easy to me. The DPS phase, at least on non-contest mode, were super generous. We beat it in two uh, phases. Just yeah, because non-contest is different. Yeah, on contest, I'm sure it's different, but I felt like, damn, they let you shoot this guy for a while, like after when he's up there and probably just because he's moving. He's not a uh, static target, which is cool um, or frustrating, depending on on your inclination. Um, and I really for me, now that we've gone through all the raid, my 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 thoughts overall are that at least in my experience, it is a really good raid, but I have a really hard time knowing where it sits. Yeah. In my pantheon of other raids just because it was so buggy and. Ooh. I, I I honestly like there was no there was no encounter in that raid where I wasn't having issues. There wow. was none. Like the wow. first one, all the DCs. The second one, the totem not pop not responding when you shoot it. The the fourth one, the the boss not going into damage phase. Like every single encounter had problems. Well, you might uh, have and, to rank it once you play a little bit more and it smooths out a bit. For sure, for sure. Yeah. And uh, you know, I now I've run it multiple times. I even sherpaed the first half of it. Uh, right after it exited contest mode because I was just playing with an LFG group and trying to show them how to do it. Um, so, you know, like I, I realized that when it works, the the that it's good. It's just that it leaves a really bad taste in your mouth. And it's that's just true of the entire expansion, to be honest. Like it probably would have been a nine without the bugs, to be honest. But I mean, there's I, so many. I believe there's you. so many bugs in the Witch Queen. And, yeah. it, and it, it, it really makes it hard with the state of PvP and the state of uh, gambit and all that stuff plus the unpolished kind of feel of witch queen made it really tough for me to to justify a nine um in, in the review and uh i i have to say that about the raid in general as well as like the the bugs really really rained on my parade uh when it comes to that and it, it sounds like i'm i'm hearing the same thing from ne- you nina uh that like you wanted so badly to love it and to get through it and you, <laughs> especially to to put 39 hours into it and uh, almost not make it like you, there was, there's a world where you wouldn't have made it because of bugs like that really just yeah. sucks. Right. Yeah. Um, and I have no idea how well my, my group would have done if I didn't encounter six hours of nonstop DC. Yeah. At the beginning. It's just like, that, I have yeah, that's no a... idea. I, I could, I might've, I might've been able to beat the raid. I will never know. So yeah. Uh, yeah. We uh, tried to go to orbit and reset the instance and 
you know, Did take little breaks. Like, yep. yeah, we tried that. Yeah, we just... tried that. A couple. Who, who's the host right now? <laughs> Switch up exactly. the desync issues. Shout out to DJ Oros real quick. Ten dollars oh. <laughs> super chat. What's up, guys? Longtime fan and listener of the show. <laughs> I just wanted to know what your most ridiculous but accurate call out your teams had. Sorry if I missed this uh, joining late. Uh, we covered some of those. Uh, I'm going to say ours for sure. Green Floyd sticks. I'm living and dying by Green Floyd. You got to say Iron Man. Iron <laughs> Man too. Iron, Iron Man. Man. Iron, Iron Man. Man. The yeah. hole in the heart. That's Iron Man. Yeah, those two. Yeah. Even more than Green Floyd because I keep hearing community. But Iron Man. That's. Yeah. That's not. Yeah. I get the hole in the heart as grief. But like it. Yeah. Iron Man. It just works. So yeah. That's ours. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, D- I don't, what? No, I was going to say DJ saying chicken fingers. That was fine. Chicken fingers was pretty funny. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, final boss for us. Uh, you get up there to the encounter. I don't even get to see him first because I get pulled ahead. Right. So I didn't oh, even know about the kickflip until we ran back on like the second time after contest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was warning us. Yeah, he's like, by the way, uh, this guy does new things. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you guys have both said it. Like the mechanics themselves of getting to damage kind of got understood pretty quick. You're like, okay, I got this thing. And then... Now, I will say the first time you see, we got to see a little bit of it with the caretaker little floaty grenades. You got to see a little bit of whatever his damage type is, per se. Um, He has giant laser beams of a damage type we've never seen in this game. And I will take a little tangent here to say there is a mural somewhere in this raid. And it shows... Prism of light on one side. We kind of see those things. And then you get to see what looks kind of like stasis. You get to see a symbol uh-huh. that kind of looks like the hive poison. And you get mm-hmm. to see a symbol that kind of looks like his stuff. And it's a, it's my wonder. Somebody had like a wondering or something like that is if we're going to be seeing this as theoretically the other darkness classes. So, I mean, Hell yeah, <laughs> because yeah, it's so Come unique. On. It's so unique it could be the one that's not hive poison. Like the hive poison feels like that's got to be a thing. We've this, known about that forever. Yeah, yeah, it's like. But this one could be the final shape type. And I feel like if we're going to end up with six, if we're going to end up with an even number, like this is the first time we see something that I think has potential to be that unique. But he's got these big giant laser beams, lights you up, you get your buff, you do the dunks. This is Destiny's first mini, mini Souls boss. Oh, that's now you know why, why I like it. That's I'm like, yo, this is. I was I'm shocked right now for what I know. And, and I have it's been a dex build, obviously. Yeah, dex build. dexterity build. Yeah, yeah that's for a hunter's sure. for sure. Nina's like maxed out on dexterity. She's an assassin. <laughs> um, <laughs> so many bosses stand still. So many bosses are a target to shoot. And I've been honestly thinking back to Taken King. I'm like, where does this rank? Because you got a lot of bosses, but they're all freaking static. And you got Oryx, which is legit. This fight is exactly what I want more of in this game. Because... You've got to build up to set up the DPS. It's good communication. You get the mechanics. You've kind of built up to it. And again, like managing that, even on contest, we got that like butter smooth. We're like, yep, okay, we understand the DPS. I figured out you could double dunk later. We got that method down. We ran back later. So it's even faster to get to DPS. So it's actually pretty quick. 
Um, but even just the singles, we had that smooth. We had the three of us rotating, going, going, had it. It's the DPS phase. And it's what you have to do, kind of combination. But then it's the fact that he has a telegraph. And then the dude's going to charge across the boss platform. And he's either going to kick you or punch you or swing his staff. And then he's going to meander around. And then he has an AoE attack. And then, uh, and then you have the ability to kind of stun him. All of those things went into just the fact that on top of the fact that he is the most unique enemy we have ever seen in this game. Um, I don't know if you've seen his model yet, if you've missed it on Twitter. Some, yeah, I was like, there's no way Twitter has not exploded that one for you. Um, so unique looking and just like zero care that we're there. It was hilarious because he's mocking you in the middle of the fight. He's basically saying, hey, did you see all those ghosts back there? I had some fun. He's just giving <laughs> you crap the entire time on the fight, walking around like he doesn't care that you're there. And I just really enjoyed the fact that, like, this is, you know, it's like, what's a Souls fight? Mm. Big windup or a telegraph move or understanding a combo. <laughs> and you got to do the same thing with this guy. And... We there's a point he's got a platform like you'll be at a lower level. You do the mechanics, you run up the stairs, you fight him, you get DPS phases, you'll rotate through that. There is like an upper there's like, you know, architecture above. There's like two big blocks and there's a big opening. Now, I don't know if anybody else has seen this. It's recorded somewhere in my hours of footage. He just out of nowhere was walking around and all of a sudden just shoots up into the air off the platform and floats and we can't even see him up there. In the middle of the damage phase, he is up where we cannot see that man off the planet. So he just all of a sudden Superman straight off the platform. <laughs> and we're just sitting there like, well, I think this is going to be a wipe because we can't touch him. He finally came down at the end of the damage phase. Yeet. Yeah, he just, yeah, he just yeeted himself straight up. And I was like, bye. He finally came back, but that killed the entire run. Uh, at least that one attempt. Um, but he's just so unique. I enjoyed the mechanics. Um, contest DPS was tight. I mean, there's no question. When you get to... It was three phases full. We got the DPS... And the, what killed us is we never got back to it because this is where the desync issues come up. Okay. His area of effect is basically a cross of four lasers. And you would stand and say, like, in between them. And then all of a sudden when he goes to fire, the laser would be here. I hated that. That happened to us too. And, and that wiped like, it. What is happening? Yeah, people are like. Oh, I mean, I was playing with some good people. It's like, and they're like, I'm looking right at it, and now I'm dead because all of a sudden you're in the laser and you're like, here it is, here it is, here it is. Now it's in my face. Wow. If you have the buff, you are trying to get hit by the laser. Also, wouldn't help me because it would slow me down because I'm like, I just got hit. I didn't get the buff. I'm in the middle of the laser beam and I didn't get the buff. So the desync issues were probably the biggest killer for us because the laser beams, if you, and then when you get to the DPS phase, it's like six instead of four. So it's an even tighter window. So if it moves, you're kind of screwed either way. We had him in final stand down to three or 4%. That was as close as we got him. We never got him back to a complete finishing contest. We went in, booted up the raid after contest was done. Literally. Two phase, and it actually says my raid clear because it was like either the next day or whatever. My raid clear is eleven minutes. We literally logged in, killed him, and beat it. And that was the first th because we didn't even we two phased him the first time because we had it so packed. But honestly, like the way this whole raid is done, the mechanics to it, 
the difference of the encounters, the verticality. This is the progression that I want all Destiny raids to go because we have the lore and the story being hugely integrated and then post-raid as well. We get to learn so much about this guy. If there was like a mission on the Dreaming City where we got to know this is the history of Ahamkara's, we get to learn more about Riven and what her history, that type of stuff would have like may have set that one over the top. The fact that you go back to preservation now and you get a 1500 second cooldown co to go listen to this guy talk to you for a while about what he's been through, the Leviathan, all these things. The culmination of what this was was just exactly what we all like we wanted story we got so much of it it's not even just funny we wanted a unique boss travis nailed that one uh and a completely unique model uh i wanted like new bosses because i was that's the thing that makes me sit here and debate what is every boss in taking king shoot the static thing shoot the static thing i mean yeah. obviously we know oryx is different where it's the bombs which is its own thing but it's like nobody really loved the bombs per se because you never just shot him. So you never killed him. So it's just like the combination of all of these people and then the aesthetic, the, the skybox oh, oh, and then the pyramid architecture Ooh. and then the preservation of the that museum piece. Oh, that's for me. All of this combined for me, I know there's going to be some recency e. bias. It's my e. number one right now. <laughs> yep. It's my number one. So that's what I wanted to ask you guys. Where does this fall in your rankings at this point? I know Cog hadn't beat it. And he's got to do the yeah, fight and finish and experience. I'm just, I'm just analyzing. But I'm it's my analyzing. number one Destiny raid at this point and not wow, number one expansion wait. as well. So this is this is the bar now for like Lightfall. I do not envy the people making Lightfall because this whole combination of expansion set a very, very good bar for Destiny. It got an eight. Is he literally said like 8.9? This is the that oh, the music too, so fitting the ambiance of this place as well. Wait, I now, do envy the people making Lightfall to be <laughs> honest because, the, because it's the last of two uh expansions, E, and they in fact it was supposed to be the last one before they announced it, right? In the saga, so they get to just like do all payoff, you know what I mean. Like even the Witch Queen, it had to hold back a little bit, and I feel like we're now we're in the downslide of the roller coaster where it's just all gravy, right? Like all the building up and like alluding to future bosses is gone, and now it's just like it's here. We're gonna get answers to all of our questions. We're gonna start fighting the people that we've been yeah. promised we were gonna fight all this time, and like I, I'm just I'm so excited for what's coming, and I I think that, um, Trap. yeah, it has to be better, right? E? Like it had it. We have to get like a new mob type in here or so something to shake up the sandbox. Yeah. There has to be something super surprising at the end of the Lightfall raid. And I, I have no idea what it's going to be, but I'm I'm I, I'm just so hopeful for the franchise. This this makes me hopeful, even though there were a bunch of bugs that I think ruined a lot of my initial run and all that stuff. Like, I don't, I don't know where it ranks overall E because I think I think, you know, recency. I know. Is a problem. I mean, and, and it may be there, but. Yeah, and bugs are a problem Man. too. So yeah. it's, it's both, right? There's two things kind of at play. But I will say, when it comes to story, yeah, by far, no, no, that, no comparisons. Yeah, when, I agree. When it, when it comes to the environments yeah. and the stuff that they did, like to, no comparison for me. When it comes to the final boss, no comparison. Like it does wait, so wait, many wait, things. Final stop. boss, no, no comparison. I mean, exactly. Big, 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 
Big Oryx is great, but he's just a big Oryx. He's the same wizard-like uh, hive guy that you've been fighting forever. There's nothing like uh, the the disciple in the game. And that's really what gets it for me is that it's just so cool. I, I mean, I, I never thought that Oryx was the best boss fight in the game. I, I've always, I, I've, about and I told you guys this many times. I, yeah. I still think Siege Engine is the best encounter. That's in a fun Destiny. one. That's in the whole it's, it's, it's too good. It's, it's Siege the best Engine boss is so in underrated. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's nah, the you bugging. That's the best boss in Destiny. <laughs> I don't know if you call it a boss, but it's the best encounter. Best in encounter. I, I, it's yeah, a fun encounter. It's a fun encounter. Um, but yeah, I, I have a hard time ranking it, but I will say like, uh, it does certain things better than any destiny raid so far. And I, I now expect them to chase that and, and go yeah. in this direction. Another thing that I really like is people who are, uh, last wish simps, which I will never understand. Damn, they, that's disrespectful. Wow. Well, that's so disrespectful. We gotta get her rankings so here in a second. We don't know. Calling right? them out. Calling wow. them out. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the, the thing I will never understand about that is that lore-wise, that entire exp- that entire raid is nonsense, basically, right? It's like Oh, it, this is sacrilege. We gotta shut you down, right? You, okay. This is yeah, this let, is let, let's do prisoner it. Let's of the do moment it. stuff. I, I, this is I'm, ridiculous. I'm willing to debate this with somebody who who really the likes the raid. Last well, wish raid is nonsense Lewis. shut his mic off (laughs) i understand i understand you guys are in the prison of the moment but we are not gonna be disrespectful now i will let y'all then explain the 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 wish the the amakara the last wish the dreaming city of being in, in the perpetual state after the raid one of the coolest things a race that didn't we thought didn't exist anymore like what <laughs> explain explain to me the inner workings of what is happening in the last wish raid going to kill riven the last amankara yeah what, that's what, been what in the we... lore for been destiny lore for forever what is there not to understand what, what, what are we confused by i mean explain to me the vault What's happening in that encounter? Oh, you're talking about each mechanic. Oh, you mean yeah, all right, I'm talking so, about the, the okay, lore okay. Wise. You talk like, about lore wise. Okay, okay. There's so I many know things going. in the last wish that make no sense mm-hmm. to me, like the the emblems and the significance of that. Like I I get that that's how they decided to make the wish, but it doesn't right. have the same like connection directly to the story. It, okay. he, he, he alluded to it earlier, where it feels like a raid that kind of doesn't belong in the expansion. Like they were building two separate it. things, and they're not really connected. Whereas this one feels like. It, it, it picks up right where the story leaves off with the witch queen and the final cutscene you see. And it feels like it's almost the, it's almost the, the, the point five version of the witch queen. It's it like okay. adds onto it. It's like its own little mini expansion. Whereas the last wish is like, all right, you got revenge on Cade. Now fight a dragon and nah, shoot some birds. And like, it's just all that. of it. It's, it's so silly. The, te- I, the Techians, the, 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 the wish, the connection to Savathun with the Taken, how they were tricked. Like there, there's lore, but come on, Trent, don't do that. You're telling me you fully understood and thought that it was significant in the lore. I'm not saying it's back better. Back when The Last Wish came out. You're telling I'm me it, it made sense I'm not saying it's better. I'm not saying it's better than lore-wise. I'm giving y'all... Law, I can't comment too much because clearly I can't fit. All I'm going to say is that, that what Last Wish did was the first attempt of connecting campaign story into the ra- well. That's the first. Well, Tekken uh, Tekken was the first. Tekken but yeah, Tekken was yeah. the first. Tekken was the first. You're right. But Last Wish did it better. 
Last Wish literally changed the environment. The Dreaming City literally became one of the greatest like skyboxes as a result of a of a campaign that we've ever seen. Like we we opened up something completely different, and then we found out about this. Dish. But I'm gonna let y'all have this. But the question I got for y'all, this is where I really want to. I really wanted to argue that part. But I wanted to ask y'all this: the rope thing, right? Because y'all y'all going there, right? Y'all going there. Y'all like yo. And this is really for E because we fought about Oryx, I feel, for a while, right? And, and, and King's Fall. So, so my question is, like, I know how much you this means to you. And mm-hmm. for you to say that, yeah. that hit. I was like, oh, wow. Trav, we're going to let him pass. <laughs> but, 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 yeah. but for you, no, I'm going to get to you, Trav. I'm going to get because you're being very disrespectful no, last I mean, week. Like, I'm going to get back to you. Chat, but I like, got to get that question. There, yeah. There, now, yeah, I'll, I will say, like, I mean, yeah, you can break down every encounter. It's like, okay, what's the idea of the exhibition encounter? And you're like, you could go into lore on literally any encounter on any raid, but also it's like for Travis to sit there and say, you know, and this is stuff I don't always know, but I know some do. Then they're saying like, what is the vault? The vault is locking Riven behind magic. Now, do I know who Morgeth is in encounter? Is he like the the gatekeeper to the vault. He could be, I don't know. So right. she's like the, you know, taking witches and, and stuff the like that. And witches that you had to go in there that were possessed. Yeah. So the, it's like, the they're, they're, that's what I was like. There's last there, there wish is big to it for sure. And like, it makes more sense than like the taking King. That's that's I, I'll give you that. But I'm, I'm more just saying like, do you think what percentage of people who completed the last wish understood what they were doing? That's fair. What percentage? Is That's it less fair. than two percent? Because that... I I think it's less than two percent. Hold now on, Nina, say, we gotta now, let Nina now, talk. Yeah, we gotta. Okay, go ahead, Nina. Yeah, I felt like Last Wish was the building blocks. You weren't supposed to get everything. They were just starting to build the story. Yep. And they purposely left a lot of mystery there. That's how I took I, Last Wish. Like, I, I agree. I, I I still don't think that makes it better. I I, so I think I don't, that yeah, you, I agree. It's you, not complete. Yeah, but, you can say it's a 1.0, but my, my my really my problem with it is that like what percentage of people do you think are going to understand what's happening in this raid when they beat it? I think it's going to be way more than any other raid that we've gotten. Even even the Taken King, I think people kind of understood okay, we're fighting him again, but they didn't understand the whole mechanics of throne worlds and stuff, but I yeah, that that's my problem with Last Wish. No, it just fair. feels way that's too disconnected fair. or like you don't even really understand how it fits in destiny or what you're doing unless you go and you read a bunch of grimoires which is always destiny's problem that you have to read a bunch of grimoires to understand what's actually happening and so you can go and tell me oh yeah you're locking the magic behind a vault it's like okay well i don't get that when i'm playing the game i have to go and read a a bunch of scrolls to find that out and i don't have to do that with with uh i I could counter and say that you literally had to be there from the beginning of destiny to understand this raid you literally like there's no for (laughs) anyone new to I mean, come into this raid. I don't know who the hell the no, darkness no, no. is or what is. No, 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 no. No, you can you can play the witch queen and nothing else. Understand who the disciple is and who the witness mm. is, and then jump into the raid and understand that. And you know how I know? Mm. Because my girlfriend did that, and she was like, "Oh, so now we're starting to fight the guy at the end of the cutscene. This is cool. So this is what the next year destiny is going to be like." And I was like, "Yeah, exactly." <laughs> Okay. And, I, and guess what? If she if she went and played the campaign for Forsaken and then jumped mm-hmm. in the raid, she'd be like, "What is any of this? Like, there, it makes a no sense." There's a, a lot of yeah, yeah. There's Come a, on. I, there's a lot on. of prisoner of the moment stuff going on, but I'm gonna let this rock. 
<laughs> it's very disrespectful to Last Wish. No, I'm gonna let this rock. I'm gonna let this rock. Very disrespectful. It's not prisoner will... of the moment to say it makes more sense in the narrative and it feels of like part course, of the experience. But the Come way on. you trashed Last Wish was like it it's completely nonsensical. Like that I can't. Yeah, let that's, rock. It's not that. I'm not that I don't know if people get it. You know what's completely nonsensical? Like Scourge <laughs> of the Past. And, and like like why were I we agree. doing that? Like that was like, okay, why are we doing that? Like I'm with you there. But there was lead up to last wish. Like we can't just completely act like they were just thrown together. Well, I mean, you had like was Riven talking up. to you as different voices during the encounters. You had, yeah. I mean, you Super had the clients. I'm not, not saying helpful. it's it's Savathun Tate literally possessing a dragon. Of course, it's confusing. Course. But like, and I was like, I. You can have your opinion on if it's confusing or not. And believe me, I'm ranking Vow of the Disciple very, very high. But I also hold Last Wish in pretty high esteem as well because of what it did. Like you, if you go through and you say every single encounter is going to be this, like what the hell is the purpose of the Zamboni then? Again, same thing. It's we can just literally a do thing that for on a every cliff. encounter. Yeah, we so can like, literally do that for every encounter in like, Destiny. We can be like, is, why are we doing this? What like, is this? How mean? are the experiences? This is a fun fight. Like that's what I'm looking for. To me, as and you said it well, is the fact that the package. For Vow of the Disciple with Witch, Witch Queen is what did it the best. And that's, exactly. I'm not arguing yeah, yeah, that. For sure, I'm not and arguing that. I, I also like, think the Taken King did it better than the Last Wish. It, they're very connected. You see, I mean, you see you the, had, the, end, the end scene is, is him taking himself. And right. then the, the, camp, the raid is you going to the throne world, fighting through his henchmen, and eventually killing him. Like, that to me makes sense. And the, the reason Last Wish lost me is, I think, just to be clear, I think the raid mm -hmm. is super cool. But it is super confusing and feels very disconnected from Forsaken. Has nothing to do with Cade or the Crow or any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. It basically is setting up this other thing with nothing to do with it. That's my problem. That's all. Oh, all I will say is this. Is again, as a raid, right? <laughs> that is a very, very high quality raid. That 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 raid is, I, I can't let, and I'm not, that's not even my number one. Like that raid is amazing yeah. and, and the fact that you kill the Yamankara and come out with the heart and yeah. just the, the theatrics with it and the, 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 the amount of detail that they did with the heart holder and the people inside and i get it i know where you're going with the law but the the basic foundation of law was there with teching which is the, the dreaming city being possessed the awoken world you know the last Amankara. there is significance to that that people that follow the law i'm not saying that it's better law wise than vile disciple i'm definitely not saying that all i'm just saying is put some respect in it it's still up there that's all i'm saying we we ain't going to throw it as this trash raid all yeah, of a sudden overrated. <laughs> it's overrated <laughs> like, we ain't doing that but anyway continue i want the rankings now and i want to know where you at with it traff where where is this all now in the grand scheme of things now you beat it ranking number one that, that's what we doing like what are we doing with vowel disciple i i mean it, it, i think it's number one in certain areas in lore okay. in terms of its connection to the campaign stuff like that i don't know if i'm if i'm ready to slap a a, a letter grade on it overall though just because mm -hmm. of the bugs and the other stuff i experienced and also because it's so recent but okay. I, i'll say it's it's definitely better than Last Wish. Okay. I'll just throw that out there. I, uh, I see. I think probably it's pretty close to the Taken King in my mind. I, I okay. really, really have a, a, a love of the Taken King encounters. Um, it has the best final boss. I'll say that. Okay. You definitely said best, best definitely, boss, best lore. Definitely lore. best final boss. Definitely best okay. final boss. Um, and uh, Pride you know, of Our I, Disciple, what was your number one rate? It was, it was Vault of Glass, but also Vault of Glass, I, I graded on a curve. 
which I don't know if I should, because at the time when I played Vault of Glass, I'd played nothing like it before. Agreed. And now Agreed. if you go back and play it, you're kind of like, all right, well, this is not that great compared to what we have now. But at the time, right. Right. when I played Vault of Glass the first time, it was like a life-changing experience. So it's just right. hard. Of, it's kind of hard. I'll, I'll, I'm going to pass, to be honest, and I'm going to let Nina talk, because I don't know. I want to know her. Yeah, I was like, I want to know where Nina's at on this. Yeah, yeah, I want to know where Nina stands, because she clearly is a uh, Last Wish stan. Uh, so... Or, or more no, than I'm, you I'm actually, just piling I'm on it. Not at all. Not at all. Oh, you're not? I, okay. No, not at all. I will just say that Last Wish built, was came at a time where Destiny's story was crumbling and yep. like, you know, convoluted itself. They had started a lot of things and dropped them. And Last Wish was the first step in starting to pick everything up and tie it together. So like, I can't like overly judge it mm-hmm. for not being you know, perfect and complete and answering everything and connecting everything mm-hmm. because it was just the kind of the writing of the path of right. the destiny to story and narrative. Okay. So okay. This, that's, this is that's why like I, I, I've probably only done that raid five times, honestly. I can't so. wait to beat this raid. Like, <laughs> so I got to go um, like give top three raids apparently, or where, or where are you going to rank this like one? 10. And also top three. Yeah, um, good question. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a Vault of Glass fangirl too. Um, <laughs> and one of the things that stands out with me is number of encounters. Every raid we keep getting, I feel like I can blow through in under a half hour now. Like number of encounters. I don't need like things to be overly dragging on, like, and just dragging on for time's sake. But number of encounters should be there. And okay. I feel like, you know, DSC... You know, the four Ooh. encounters, you know, Ooh. with one being a mechanics only. Now we got Val the Disciple, two are mechanics only, four encounters. Ooh. And that brings it down a notch for me. But I can't count. I, I will say the final boss is the best final boss, though. True that. For sure. I've wanted to get away from stage bosses that just stand yeah. there and walk back and forth, like yep. pacing in a circle. It's a good but way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I wanted an arena-style boss. You know, I haven't really played, you know, Elden Ring or any of those types of games, but you see them where you're trapped in, like, an arena and the boss is moving and coming at you and, you know, you got to be constantly reacting. You know, it's not like Crota, let's go, you know, chill back here and sit in this room and we're fine for a while, you know? Like, I wanted something that, you know, more mechanic, more going to, you know, be involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that everybody had to be involved in the raid, not like you know I could carry you through. You could just kind of s- sit back over here. You're fine. Like, um, I would say this raid would benefit a lot from another DPS type mm. encounter. You another, know? Like another and, boss. Yeah, like another yeah. mini boss. You know, and yeah, I thought you know like Taking King did that really well with like the two sisters. You know, that was like a mini boss right there. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, they changed up, obviously, the boss fight style, and you weren't really doing DPS on Oryx, but I liked the, you know, that pre-encounter a lot, and I think raids now could benefit from that. Like, if, yeah. you know, I even, we re-ran a DSC just the other day, you know, and again today, and I was saying the same thing, like, you know, this is so short, like, this is just mm. a run-through, like, this is, you know, people call... Oryx or Crota a strike. Well, how is that yeah. different than Scourge? How is that different than DSC right now? So yeah, um, I can agree you. with Travis on the lore and everything and the story connecting. And it's it's they painted a much better picture here. They've really stepped up their game. 
you know, oh, and yeah. it ties oh, into yeah. the campaign greatly. And, you know, this, I, I, it's hard for me not to say Taken King is not my favorite expansion. Ooh, she hold it. Mm-hmm. That's so, what I thought E was going to do. I, I'm surprised right now. It's hard That's for what me powerful to say. this is. That's what, <laughs> I mean, like, it's, it's a testament it, to what you guys are saying, though. For, for, for it, I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, no, for no. it to, 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 to have this effect on both of you, right? All of you. Like, that's the power of our disciple right now. And I'm like, okay, this, this is something. I never thought the day it would kind of shake E off his square. And I never thought Trav would kind of put it there either. So this is, this is a, a mind blowing moment for me. Like, I'm like, wow, okay, I got to do this. <laughs> this is impressive. Continue, continue, Trav. Uh, one sec, I gotta let chat know this very important fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, yeah, the, the, I think, I think it's not really fair to, to do the comparison of like, which one was better taken King or which queen. And my reason for that is like vanilla D one was so in a bad place. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, that was such a 1.0. It felt like a beta. Right. <laughs> and and the Taken King was such a massive leap forward that I think everyone who played Destiny at that time feels super fondly about the Taken King. And yeah. I think there's no doubt in my mind that that, and I think there's probably no doubt uh. in anyone's mind that uh, the Witch Queen is nowhere near as big of a leap forward as the Taken King was because Beyond Light was already pretty good, right? And and this is a this is a a smaller leap in the right direction. And I think that that is. Um, that that's kind of hard to judge it based on that because we're living in a different era of games two console cycles later uh in in a world where the games as a service is now a well-developed place and not just a canary in a coal mine where bungie was the only one doing it uh you know there's like it's just so hard to compare the two uh but um you know i would say destiny is better now than it ever has been even if it was a less ambitious leap forward than the Taken King was over vanilla D1. So it's really hard to compare those two. I would say uh, Witch Queen is a better game because it has more stuff that the Taken King frankly didn't have. uh, And and that just makes it a better game overall. But, uh, but, but the Taken King was a much bigger like shift, like in terms of improving destiny as a, as a a concept, like you, you would be, I think you have a really tough argument to say that any any expansion has affected Destiny so deeply. Like I don't think Destiny would be around without the Taken King, but it probably would be around without Witch Queen, you know. And that's that's why it's kind of hard to to compare them. Hold on, we got the legend in here. Someone always, yep. yeah, we get the legend. We going at it. Shout out to Scarrow because he's he's very passionate. Shout out to Scarrow, the legend in here. Scarrow now, um, he, he yeah yeah he said it. He said it's dethroned. dethroned. That's huge from him. Yeah. That is huge from him. Because he's number one wish. Yeah. Yes, he's number one wish. And here's the thing. Scarrow, where's King's fall? Like, what what happened? Look, I like Wrath, though. I go for I do like Wrath. Wrath is fun. But damn, this is a a tough crowd. (laughs) No, and I think it's the combination of a lot of things is... Bungie has a very difficult task. Like, that's why I was like, I don't envy who's making, say, Lightfall and Lightfall's raid is because what this expansion did versus what came before. Taken King was a great experience because you had Crota build into Taken King. Taken King, Regicide, take you into Lightfall. Actually take out our first High of God at scale. The big wow moment of like, my God, I'm going to get squished. 
Like, that was a very cool moment. Then we had Wrath of the Machine. We got to see Siva go crazy with, like, uh, Axis and all of those other things. Scarrow, we're going to put you a timeout. This man <laughs> said Oryx. Oryx is easily the top five worst. In no, but you, you want to know why? I kind, no. of, I kind of agree. No, I was like, I mean, I'll tell you why. As Mechanics-wise, yeah, because mechanics what you're, wise, it's yeah, you're killing ogres and you're basically killing him with taking bombs. The scale, no one's ever going to say, hey, Oryx isn't a cool looking guy. I don't think, it, I don't even think Scarrow would say Oryx Who doesn't look cool. podcasting with? <laughs> <laughs> we, these, my, my people have been taken. These are not the same people I'm podcast. No. They are taken. <laughs> they are taken. They are controlled. There's someone has their worm. This is not the same okay, group I'm podcasting with. Cog, tell, tell me honestly, do you like the mechanics of the, the uh, Taken King fight? The mechanics, the stuff you're doing, which is basically not what fighting you're looking ads at. while somebody jumps around on invisible platforms and you oh, wait no, for uh, them to finish doing that. It's like, unfulfilling. I've always said I've liked yeah. the mechanics of, of, of Vault really? better. Really? No, I've always said I like the mechanics of Vault better than that. I never like. Oh, I just okay, felt okay. the epicness and what was going on was, was yeah. fire. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I'm but, not but, arguing but, that. I'm just yeah. saying, I think what Scarrow's saying is it, as an encounter, it's kind of rough. It's kind of rough. It's not very I satisfying. Just, yeah. I, I everything ab agree. everything yeah. about it is cool, but the, except for the actual things you're doing in it, which but kind the, of. But the cheetah said the cheetah would fight with me to the death about who who are these guys? But no, that's no that lat, King's Fall is still one of my favorite raids in Destiny that I've done for, for sure. different reasons because. Mm -hmm. Like the aesthetic, the number of boss fights you that you've the got because you guys fight. have set encounters. No, I've said I'm getting there. Like, I mean, you had Golgoroth and the the different ways that you were able to do that fight. There he is. There he is. Uh, you, I'm not saying that's not there. I'm just saying like, changed. Yeah. yeah, this is still there. I'm just saying I completely 100% understand if Scarrow is like, hey, this guy looks amazing, but I hate setting up bombs and standing in them. Like, I get okay. that part of it. The epicness of taking out Oryx in his grander form in his throne world. That's pretty cool. You're literally on a ship sitting outside of Saturn. There is epicness to that thing. And that is why it's still always been very high for me. I never said that it wasn't. But for me, the combination of, again, this also started in Last Wish. Savathun, building the death battery, trying to satisfy a worm. Now we have her literally pleading with the Traveler, getting the light, going through all of that, seeing the witness, going into Vow of the Disciple, seeing some brand new enemy inside of a pyramid ship that we've been teased for a couple of years, seeing the architecture, the giant ass worm, like the thing in the back that we get to, the fact that now I know you can see start to finish when you almost walk in the door. It is the culmination of what Bungie has done for raids. And for me, it does right now sit at the pinnacle of Destiny raids. And between, again, you guys are like aesthetic. Amazing. Absolutely cool. Oh, yeah, for sure. Encounters. For sure. And I, if it was just another boss, 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 the way Taking King was, I don't know. I wouldn't, I'm, I'm with Nina. I wouldn't mind one more. I'll yeah, be, I'll that's, be my, that's my nitpick. I would no, be it. But my nitpick is that. The totems is not really an encounter. It's just, you know, symbol. I mean, symbol totems matching. is going to be vault. Vault is going right. to be. And know, then and you got gonna... another version of, yeah, we just said on, on, the, on the frenetic, we just put every relic from every raid and everybody just run through. That's really not an encounter to me. Like, I'm like, eh. <laughs> like, like, I'm going to be I'm, honest. I'm... Caretaker? Fire yeah. leading up aesthetics, lore, fire, boss. I'm taking y'all word for it. I, even, I completely agree. For no. y'all to say this about Roke, I'm bending the knee. I know it's that, 
But I can name two encounters right now that those two four. are, are, are yeah, out of, wait, are we counting that? The, 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 are we count, we not counting the first leading up on the taxi? The opening second. I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't no, I didn't. Okay. Okay. Don't so we, that's so. opening oh, vault. So, I mean. Okay, that's... opening vault. But I could, those two, the two encounters that I mentioned to me, I could take, the, I could do demerits. Okay. I can do demerits to, to, to vault the same fall. way. You got demerit vault the same way because you have Templar and you have Atheon and that's it. I'm talking King's Four. I'm not even talking no, about I know. my favorite. I'm but talking about your, your favorite. Okay. <laughs> I know there's yeah, your but, favorite, but you are knocking yeah. your own down as you say it. So I'm like, yeah, but Vault, Vault is playing by a separate set of rules, though. E, it's like that's like saying like, oh, the graphics on you know Super Mario 64 suck. You know, wait, so like, let me get. Oh, sorry, Scar- you know what I'm saying like it 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 came out as like a it was it built the entire foundation on which it's built on and for mm. a game that came out in 2014 a raid that came out in 2014 yeah, I, I it, is, you. It, it is incredibly impressive like hold on hold on, hold on. now, hold on. now I, you play it and you're like nah but I gotta get yeah, Scarrow's so talking I gotta get I him know, okay. he said that the he said Lord what relics encounter is dope broken it is reused assets. Okay. That, that whole joint is re- that's a remix. No. That's an old mixtape. You've that never done an encounter use- like that. You've <laughs> Bro, never done an encounter the, like the that. The joint that he talk about that he's pom poming and woo-hooing is literally Volta Glass. It's literally Levi. It's every raid we already did. Say, hey, here's the relics you've been doing. We're gonna put them in one encounter, go run through a room with a timer. There's nothing fire about that. Yeah, it's just it's reused no. assets. You don't know what that encounter is like in contest, running perfectly. <laughs> polished and actually having a team that synergizes no, and be like to, when, I, you I are, you when you are running that encounter and it is run right that encounter feels better than most it's, things you're going to do standing it's still it's doing this thing standing still doing this thing it's because you are fun. moving and fun fun and but and it's you, reused assets no it's but not we, we, it's nothing original really about that it's it's the it's the, the not excuse my language the nut sack I mean, the it's, taken it's, the vault thing you, it, it's, you have to it's, agree it's, you have to agree it's not that original though it's like I'm kind of in, I'm kind of in between you two like I have I think that that's the worst encounter in the in the raid but I don't think it's especially bad like Kaga's saying I just think it's, it's sort of bad. like it's, it's sort of bad. like yeah you know it's like all it's, I'm saying like when you listen when we talk of these raids let's be honest these the raids, definition of Destiny two is reused these are greatness all these raids are greatness right now we just nitpicking. These are all great encounters. We're just <laughs> nitpicking. All I'm saying is there's nothing new and nothing like caretaker. Caretaker, I'm with y'all. By the way, but I probably got that Sorry, on your audio. Caretaker, yeah. I'm with y'all. But that other encounter and then the totem, it's cool. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like wowing. That's what I'm just saying like we could take little demerits from it. That's all. I'm not saying they're terrible. I'm not saying they're trash. I'm not saying they're not fun. I'm not saying that. I'm just not, saying that. I, I yeah. think maybe a good way to put it is they're not what you think of when you think of this raid. When you think of the the devout disciple, you're never going to be like, oh, I loved the part where there were totems. You know what I mean? Like you're going to be like, you're going to think of the caretaker and that interesting fight. And you're going to think of the final boss, especially like, to, and, and then all the environments and the jumping puzzle. Like those are the things I think of, but it does, it does feel a little filler ish. That's all but like, speak, speak with your heart. A little bit. That's, that's all I'm saying. Just a little bit. Absolutely. 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 A little bit. Okay. I was sorry. like, no, for me, it's like when you go through something of the levels of caretaker, you're escalating the scale and that thing. And then you go through the jumping puzzle and you're like, all right, now, instead of just like, hey, here's some DPS phases and stuff like that. This is pure teamwork coordination. I said that you are you just told me like you pull too many new people in there. It is going oh, yeah. to be rough. So Bachelor. under having that thing run smooth 
is watching a little bit of poetry to go through that thing smooth. Actually. And it's not mm. like it's not new. You've still got the darkness who can see one of the glyphs from the one side. You've got the other one in the middle. We, what is the darkness? Or like, that's a brand new one, dude. That's not there. The taken eye also for breaking the actual eyes. You have the vault relic. I will give you that one for the cleanse. I'm literally saying I will give you that literally one. Literally stole vaulted glass. It, it, it also, of I feel away. Also, <laughs> e, also e, it kind of feels like I don't know why that is in that encounter. Like, do you have a good reason why that's there? I mean, this dude it is a collector like of all things, isn't he? It yeah, but it kind of, it kind of seems it's like, weird that they just threw that in as a mechanic that you're randomly gaining stacks of darkness unless you get it burned off. And it like, I feel like they didn't really set that up or earn it in that encounter. Is that fair I to agree. say that it just kind of pops out of nowhere and then you don't see it again for the rest of the raid? I agree. I was but like, let's get Nina's thoughts. Yeah, I was like, Nina, we're, like, we, we're three people who talk way too much. You can see yeah, how this goes up as often we squabble. I apologize. I, I was holding it in. I was trying to be nice. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, so where does this fall for you in rankings? Do you hate the third? Like, I know you kind of talked, but where is this like overall for you? I know you said top boss. Like, what are your top three rates? If you can put them yeah. in a ranking right now, what are your one, two, three? I haven't done Last Wish a ton, but I would still say it's a better raid overall. If I'm just taking a raid as mechanics, DPS checks, like boss fights, you know, like a little bit of everything and a mix of everything, like different style DPSs, different style encounters. Like I can't put Val up there with two mechanics out of a four encounter raid. Speak the truth, shame the devil. Like, Speak the truth, shame the devil. Giant claps right now. Like, Sorry. Those, audio, <laughs> those audio waves later on are going to be like, bam, 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 bam. Apologies. Apologies. <laughs> she preaches. She preaches. Go ahead, girl. Like, Speak that truth. Like, and, and you run by that. Like, that's not a memorable encounter. That's not like a great encounter. Like, hey, that was fun and it was chaotic. And you, you know, like every encounter you get, like, hey, that, that was great. I beat it. You know, it took us a couple tries. But what, you know, what was the, like, the great moment in that encounter? Like... I don't know. Yeah. It's it's lacking there for me. And and to, you know, yeah, the K-Bar shield just there. You know what I mean? Like, like we get he collects everything, but why specifically is that one there? Like, I, I haven't watched all the lore, so I don't know if it's explained, you know, in some dialogue or something else in there for that encounter yet. But um, I don't know. It's like, like I said, number one boss fight, not number one raid, though. Okay, fair, fair. So what was your other two um, raids? If you had to right now, you know, I would still put Last Wish as number one, even like I'm not a huge fan of it. Just like, you know, I've gone through it, you know, and I've I've struggled through it and I, you know, and I flew through it with people and I've gotten a lot of experience in running all the roles. And I just think it was, you know, unique and different. I thought it was expansive, too. Um, you know, I'm not taking all the story and lore and everything into it, just raids, encounters, mechanics. I would say Last Wish is still number one. Okay. Um, two and three? Who's your two and three? Two and three. Ah, oh, man. I, it's, it's hard because I really like the Taking King raid, but I really dislike the boss fight. Like, for the fulfilling factor. Like, okay. you don't actually really kill him. Like, you know, like, where's the, you know, the, we're shooting him ourselves yeah, other than the game. little last stand, you know, for really quick, for five seconds. But I... I thought that raid, you know, that was probably that and Volt of Glass tied for my favorite raid for a long time. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's it. 
Well, I just I had I had to know. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, as it gets into raid debates, we always have a spiciness to it. And feel like always. it got real interesting always. there for a minute. Uh, Nina, sorry, you got to see the the bickering what, <laughs> bickering couples over, couple over here. We do that sometimes. We all have our, but that's the whole point about like it is. It is one of those things, as you said, best boss. This again set up something for them. That that final boss encounter now has truly that at least has set a bar at a minimum. Yeah, every, every, everyone who's Absolutely. finished it has said that this is the best boss they've done. That's so now, huge. and now this is why, like, you have the Sabathun story and this expansion going into one of the best boss fights we've ever had. It is a very high bar just for the encapsulated expansion. So that's why when uh, Travis said this like two hours ago, since it has been a long show, you are very hopeful for the future. <laughs> And I think that is the best thing that we've got. We've got Season of the Risen going on, which has got some really cool moments between Saladin and Crow. We've got this stuff going on with The Witness, where you can go in and learn more lore about the about Rolk and the civilization and the pyramid ship. So much cool stuff is going on in this world, and I think it's just a very exciting place to finally be in Destiny, where you can say, how's the story? Was awesome campaign. How was the raid? Really cool. Camp... Crucible, PvP, Gambit, yeah, that's that's why it's an 8 and not a 10, and we get that. But it's like, at this point, those certain cylinders are firing. If over this next year we can actually get some work on Crucible too, yeah, Lightfall's gonna be, like, just absolutely outstanding. They just, they have a high bar to reach at this point. I, w I mean, there's, you guys say, like, aesthetic, amazing, music, really cool, the ambiance and everything, and then final boss, like... Maybe it's not hitting all the right pieces for everybody, but there's a lot of things they did in there that really did kind of, you know, you have your blown away moments more so than I think I've had in a while. And it just feels like we got to go to space. We did the Gambit was better than Taken King. That's hilarious. <laughs> so disrespectful. <laughs> Yo, I, I, I can't type because I would I'm like I'm gonna call Bungie on him because they remember when he got the the uh, the riff or uh, doing the uh, the music for a Last Wish the Queen's Walk. I was like, we're gonna have to retract his reward for this slam that he's doing for Last Wish today. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> no, but I was like, I think that's. Yeah, that's why I was like, PvE, 9 out of 10. PvP, 1.2 out of 100. That's one of the guys <laughs> in chat. Sure. I mean, and that's that's kind of where it, I even hear, because I mean, I got the people I got to play with, they are some heavy PvP players. And even like when True Vanguard's like, I don't know if I want to play that much PvP this season. It's like, that's his thing. That's literally what he does. So that's why the uh, that's why you're like 8.9 is very generous for what we got. But there are some neglected moments. And that's why this whole year for me. But like just... Expansion wise, I think this definitely wins without without. It's not even close. Raid yeah, I agree with certain that. encounters and things like that. We can squabble yeah, over those pieces. Sure. But yeah, raid combined with expansion and lore and world. I think this one for me just takes it pretty easily. So. Uh, quick that. run through the TWAB. I'm not going to try and linger on anything. We already covered the stats. Uh, we do have trials. If you are brave enough to step into the invisible hunter over shield devour world of everything, Void 3.0 is <laughs> going to be really spicy in trials. Now, granted, Nina, you have been to the lighthouse many, many times. So was it, did I read that right? Like 300 when I looked you up? 300 some more? Like you are a lighthouse veteran. Is that, well, did I find the right person on Destiny Tracker? Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was not wrong. <laughs> have you done much PVP and what is the state of the sandbox for you in PVP. 
I haven't even done PvP for my pinnacles, honestly. <laughs> oh, since, me neither. Since Witch Queen came out. Any. Yeah. Uh, and I, I literally, like, you know, when this game was in, like, kind of, like, direness, like, back in year one, like, you know, after Trials of the Nine went away and, you know, the expansions, like, were kind of short and forgettable, you know, and... I played nothing but PvP in this game. I played nothing but comp in this game, you know, when there was nothing else to do. And, Preach. You know, I, I enjoy helping people to the lighthouse on weekends. Like, it's it's always a fun feeling to jump in and play PvP with whoever. And I gotta say, like, it's it's been tough with less gunfights, more space magic, I guess, you know? Um, and to the point that it's, you know, it's every... 20 seconds 15 seconds it's like invis i don't <laughs> like like and i'm a hunter main and it, it like upsets me to like see what hunters have become like, and, like yeah they are invisible everywhere you're like is that dead uh, yeah like i don't know it's it's not what i i took like pvp as a game mode as you know to be all ability spam or to use an ability to get a kill every single time. Like, yeah, you used a gun, but you went invis, like, and then crouched in a corner. Like, I mean, like, wow. Like, I don't know. Like, like. Yeah, like, <laughs> way, way, way to do it. Good job. <laughs> yeah, like, I, it, you won. You, you killed them. You're, it's effective. I get it. Like, it's very strong, but it's, uh, it's been hard. And, you know, I'll, I play with a lot of PvP-minded friends and, you know, they also like to, you know, help people in PvP, and it's we're all kind of like in the support group right now. <laughs> like, what what are we gonna do? Um, yeah, that's us. It's yeah. tough, so, dude. Tough. It's tough. Yeah. So. Probably just gonna play a lot less Destiny. To be honest. Yeah. Right. Because PvP is what I mean. I know people like to crap on it and say, "Oh, Destiny's a PVE first game," and and that sort of stuff. But it's like the PvP has kept Destiny alive through droughts that could never have been filled by PvE content just because it takes so long to make it. And uh, I feel like uh, Bungie's about to learn that real, real soon. I think this year they're going to learn the, the importance of that. And hopefully, I, I have faith. I think they'll turn around and change it. I have hope for the future, as Paul McCartney once said. I will <laughs> say, I will say though, like having this sandbox of Void 3.0 has me really wonder what mm -hmm. they're going to do with Arc and Solar. Because yes. right now we have like the words you have like overshield and volatile and invisibility and uh, devour and those types of things. We're going to theoretically have like burning and stuff. I'm like right now, my shield, my barricade gives me a shield. I don't know what it's going to do in the other two subclasses. And it's kind of exciting to think about that. If they Maybe go, if enemies go through it, they'll catch on fire. Maybe they'll finally die as opposed to just almost or be dead. Die. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah, I cannot tell you how many times people run through and they're almost dead and still kill me with a shotgun or whatever. Now, it is really funny yeah. to have somebody run through and just like thump them in the head and you get that really easy like one HP kill. Those are fun moments to like yeah. pop the barrier just in time. They're like, oh, punch dead. And I love those moments. But I'm very curious because you've got, you know, you've got your your well making a little arc guy. What are they going to do with solar? Yeah. Are you going to have like yeah. a little solar area that goes out and just like spreads fire? Like, I'm just, I, I'm very, very intrigued to see what they do with the other subclasses. And I think right. it's going to be a rough year until we get all of the subclasses at kind of the same kind of outstanding level because Void is very powerful right now. If they bring the other two to that level, granted, it does feel like we're going to have abilities 
everywhere all the time and a lot. But it does feel like those three will kind of counter all around, which I'm very curious to see how they do that. I bet you Flame is all about doing DPS, so I bet you like... It does the, feel like it, yeah. The, the Warlock Well will do fire damage to anybody standing in it, and you know, the maybe the the shield as well will do something like that, like shoot a wall of fire in front of it or something like that. I, I could see them getting real playful <laughs> with it, and it's it, it seems just like, from what they did with Void, I have, I'm, I'm like pretty enthused i i think they're gonna do it because it seems like they're not afraid to like add different status effects and make each of these corners of light their own sort of like little mini ecosystems that it's gonna be really tough for me to take off the overshield because i'm just yeah. ultimate survivable titan right yeah. now like i can i can live through anything i was like never dying <laughs> in the raid on contest mode like i was yeah. taking out ads and people were just like dude travis never dies and i was like yeah because i always have an overshield like I, it's not a problem so yep. i'm really excited <laughs> to see what they do though what yeah, are you it, excited the most nina for subclasses that are coming in the future is there one that you've like i wonder if they're gonna do anything for you that's that sounds intriguing or like if you have you kind of thought will they go this far because they went pretty far with void yeah you know i think they kind of surpassed what I thought they would do for the Void uh, update, you know, much more options. Um, I do feel like the give and take, you know, could be a little harder. Like, you know, if you're going to buff abilities, then, you know, slow ability regen down or um, perhaps, you know, dexterity or something else, you know, with it. Um, I know they've kind of done a little bit of that balancing. But I, I think that could play in really big. Um, I would say I'm excited for. I used to be a Goldie main um, for part of D one, so I, you know, I would love to see Golden Gun kind of shine again and not be like a like a meme super a little bit. Um, no, for sure. Know, nobody, nobody's scared of a Golden Gun when it pops. Really, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, um, but yeah, all all the solar subclasses, you know. Um, they would be really interesting. I know they've we've talked about a, what a corrosion, poison, some oh, yeah. subclass. Yeah, whatever the next one is, that's whatever. who knows what that's gonna do. Yeah, uh, I kind of fear for that. I don't want to be like you know Thorin status effect <laughs> all the time. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want so. that. <laughs> like, all Thorn all the time. So, no, they're not. Yeah. They're, you know, flame is gonna be damaged over time. So that means poison's just gonna make. All of your abilities take longer to recharge for as long as you're poisoned. <laughs> It'll be like a suppress, but suppress. like over time. It'll be oh, extra God. annoying. <laughs> and that with stasis, you'll just move faster. Your abilities will be fa slow. Your, your move slower. Your abilities will recharge slower. Everything will just be slow. It'll be great. Yeah. Isn't I'm the a big Thorn fan, though. So, I, you know, I'm intrigued by that. Because, yeah, like you're saying, like, what else could they do different, right? What what yeah. can make it unique? The one so. thing that I did see and kind of give us intrigue, because somebody is saying solar is going to have burning, probably also going to have so. healing, because it does now, because you've got, mm -hmm. obviously, the void well and stuff like that. I'm like, right. can you imagine the fact, I mean, you've got sunspots that do a little bit of that, so they're kind of dabbling with a little bit. The one thing mm -hmm. that I saw was in Season of the Risen, when you're going through the psyops battlegrounds and you mm -hmm. pick up the spear have you blinked with that thing yet no i have not you go oh, yeah really far and they really? said really in in yeah you can do it like bam bam you can do it twice in a row and cover massive chunk of the map um Ooh. you can cover maybe not massive like not the whole but you can cover a lot of ground more than probably a normal blink 
any kind of direction you generally want to go. I've done it like sideways twice while sitting there throwing it at her. And I think it was Kevin Giannis who said that that's kind of the idea that they're dabbling with for arc, quickness, movement, and things of that nature. Mm. So, like, that's another way that they could take it as well. So I'm going, yeah, you might have an overshield. Hell yeah. They might be crazy fast, though. And I'm like, okay, that's that. That's the type of stuff. I'm like, the game will not look the same come Lightfall. And we're at a point now we are leaning heavily into Void. But over these next two seasons and stuff and whatever happens in 19, no, it's, that's, I think, what I'm excited about. But, yeah, Trials this weekend for the first time. We got a Scout Rifle, Aisha's Embrace, Auto Rifle, which, Summoner. Auto right? Rifle's going to yeah. be good. Yeah. yeah. Got rifle 260, so it's a rapid fire. Um, triple tap and fourth chime is the charm. Theoretically, could get mm-hmm. those. I don't know if we're going to be crafting any of the trials weapons. Not sure if we're going to be able to do that. I Good question. Never think about that. Oh, true, yeah. true. Iron Banner also doesn't that get its mm-hmm. rework? No, Iron Banner season 17. I'm sorry. Yeah, but we do have the new hand cannon, which I've seen is the goofiest looking hand cannon in the game so far. <laughs> the sword that's your lightsaber <laughs> that everybody was looking about looking at. Um, that starts on Tuesday. So no trials next weekend. Trials this weekend. Break. Then trials will be back. Um, but yeah, that's TWAB is mostly just like numbers and they've been busy yeah. and you guys have been busy too. So that's most of it. Um, we have kept Nina for quite a while. I know yeah. we're coming up on a good over two and a half hours. So Sorry, I do want to thank you for <laughs> a lot of your time. Uh, but at this point, as we do kind of wrap things up, the floor is yours at this point. If they people can find you for wherever you do like content for streaming for anything that you've got going on, where they can find you, what you do um, and all of that stuff. At this point, the floor is yours to tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, um, yeah. So uh, I just stream on Twitch mostly weekends because it was a lot of trial uh, trials helps. Um, I do do uh, occasionally the weekday streams and we've been. Doing a couple more now. We're going to be uh, having some more weekday streams with some more raid teaching. We've uh, taken a lot of people through the new raid already, and it's been fun teaching and letting people practice. Um, I keep telling people, you know, now is the time to do it. Because if you don't learn the roles and the mechanics and, you know, try your hand at everything, come a month from now when people are tired of this raid, they're not going to want to do it. <laughs> go through, yeah, the, you know, the legwork of teaching somebody. So, um you know, now join up for raids and, you know, just have fun with it. You know, no pressure. So, um, but yeah, that's really, really just Twitch. Um, you know, I try to post on the Twitter a lot and, you know, we'll take uh, a lot of suggestions from people that, you know, have uh, struggled in raids or PvP before, you know. Um, I try to stay really active and visit, you know, hang out in everybody's streams and, you know, I try to, I guess, uh, make my rounds in everybody's discords and, you know, you could, you could probably find me lurking in your stream a lot and, and lurking in others, you know, and just people that, uh, genuine people that, you know, actually enjoy this game and want to see it, you know, progress in the right direction. So nice. Salute, yes, salute. Please go follow her, blow up her Twitch, Twitter, do the right things, hang out, you know, lots of lots of support for our guests. So thank you very much for taking so much time. As for Travis and Cog, Trav, you got something you can't quite talk about yet, right? I can talk about it. Oh. Yeah, uh, I will be reviewing uh, 
Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, the mm. Borderlands game. Uh, I'm going to start playing it on Monday, and uh, my review will go live probably the day the game comes out or the day before, whenever Embargo is. I have not checked. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to be uh, playing that over the next 10 days or however long it is I have to review it. Um, should be a lot of fun. You can find that on IGN.com. You can also find my review of The Witch Queen and all the other stuff that I do. Uh, right. And if you care at all about uh, the games industry, I do a show on Sunday mornings uh, called BitCast. It's at 8 a.m. Pacific. And this last week, I got into a knockdown drag out with Mr. Richard Hogue himself, uh, our, our resident lawyer on the panel. Uh, he and I had a very fun uh, debate slash disagreement on um, on uh, the role of games as a service in the industry and if it is a good thing or not. I was obviously on the side of, yes, it is a good thing uh, because I play Destiny and lots of other <laughs> games and I know more about it than him. Uh, and he was on the wrong side of history, uh, obviously. And so you can you can watch that debate. It's really awesome. It's, it's one of my favorite episodes we've done. Uh, so please um, tune into that if you care at all about that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, thank you so much for coming, Nina. Awesome content creator. Uh, uh, trials try hard. We should we should run together at some point and play some trials. Uh, and Cog, what do you got going on? Yeah, for sure. Yo, first of all, salute to Nina. Came through so much fun. Just hear a story. I just like her, her like well roundedness as far as Destiny. Like pretty much doing all components of it, rating because yeah. usually people fall in pockets and. You know, I like when people actually play all aspects of the game. I think that's really cool. So salute to you and salute to your good decision making on raids. <laughs> but all, all jokes aside, now salute. Um, yeah, just catch me up. Our, our little podcast every Sunday. We will be back. Uh, Dirk Griggity will pull up, so that should be fun. And uh, peace. Uh, salute everybody for supporting uh, Defining Duke. We had it the episode with Mark Dara from uh, Bioware. It's now free, so. People are now part of the uh, Patreon. You can go check it out on the YouTube on Last Stand Minute, which is really cool. Fun interview. The guy is extremely insightful, and a lot of people don't realize all the kind of mechanics and sometimes why games fail and just the size of teams. Yeah, it's just really a good interesting. Lesson. Yeah, very interesting, man. He was forthcoming. So I highly, mm-hmm. highly advise people to to listen, to, especially your favorite games. And, and he knows. We used to do, you know, when Destiny was down, we would do podcasts like, yo, What's it going to be? That's, I mean, Division 2, Anthem, you know, the killers, we were called, yeah. right? And you, you you hear about one of the internal ones with Anthem and what was going on there. Salute to that. Salute to everybody in the chat. Listen to all foolish. Salute to Scarrow 9 coming through. Yeah. Love it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that pulled up, IOP Clan, DJ, all of y'all, black, everybody. It was a lot of fun. You guys make it fun. And it's cool to see everybody supporting and, and showing love to E. And uh, E, man, what's been going on with you? And what you got going on, man? Oh, for me, uh, streaming. Yeah making content youtube uh streaming has been a lot more recently i'm trying to find my point where i can balance destiny content so streaming on a couple days and then find that point where i can deep dive into elden ring which will be my next one uh but outside of that yeah mostly just like streaming i want to get to a point where i'm really comfortable just in all pieces of the raid so maybe help some of the people in my discord with that just to kind of experiment and go through roles but yeah i mean i really really am enjoying the raid right now and just kind of what it offers obviously of the crafting weapons we want to go for so just a lot of stuff in destiny in the cover but i mean outside of me nina thank you very much for again taking the time um you have a great community because i know half of them are in chat here just giving you lots of love so (laughs) it's awesome to see when anybody else's community comes over to check you out on a different channel chat with us chat with the community that means you got a good group of people over there so please anybody who listened to this find her last lady legend all right lady yeah. 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 I feel like I had the words backwards, but Last Lady Legend, 
Go follow her. Go check out her streams. Ultra nice, ultra helpful. Very, very great creator. But that pretty much wraps it Thank up. This you one guys was for having me. Our, absolutely our pleasure. Um, as we wrap up this episode, it has been uh, a really, really good one. I knew the raid talk was going to be a lot. Didn't know it was going to be quite as argumentative, but we had a little bit of fun. I'll had our little spiciness in there, but that's kind of how those, those are my those, favorite episodes. Those are the favorite I, moments. I, yeah. <laughs> I think Travis just looks to pick a fight and then just see how much he can like to poke the bear. There's a lot so. of good points brought up. A lot yeah. of good points. I mean, everybody's got their, and then again, a different <laughs> experience and stuff. Did you have one error? Did you have six hours? Like that's a different experience for a lot of people. So it is, it's going to be a thing, um, but it was cool to get a really good, well-rounded show. And we had a hunter on tonight. So we had a nice balance, which is always good. Nice. So, yeah. So <laughs> she is hunter at heart. It seems even if she dabbles hunter at heart for sure. So episode number 188, March 10th post raid was a great one. Thank you, chat. Thank you, everybody who hears this later on. If you do hear this and you made it this far, please drop us a like, drop us a review, send some love to this thing so you can send it up to hopefully more ears and help keep this thing growing. But to everybody out there for this episode, as we wrap it up, it has been... The last word. word.